What's going on, Minute fans? I am Shane Mudgett, back bringing you episode two of the KMS History Lesson Podcast. But before we get into episode two, I just want to say a quick thank you to all the Minute fans that listened, that left a review, that left five stars, that subscribed, did all that shit. I appreciate it. And at one point after I released episode one of this, both this podcast and the Barstool Sports History Lesson podcast were both trending in the top 200 on the Apple charts. So it was really cool to see, and it just shows you how awesome the, the Minifans fans are and why I'm proud to call myself a Minifan. So thank you, guys. But enough of that. Let's get into the actual episode itself. As you guys probably obviously saw in the title, today's episode is going to be Kirk and Brandy Love the adult film star and at one point one of Kirk's white whales of a guest and how she came into the I guess KMS world was two ways um, Kirk went into the Barstool office when he first got hired at Barstool and he did the Barstool Gold AMA which if you don't know what Barstool Gold is it was a thing that Barstool tried when they originally got bought by Churnin, and it was a pay monthly membership, and you got exclusive content like AMAs, and there was like bonus part of my take episodes and stuff like that. It didn't last long, but Kirk did do one of the AMAs, and he was asked some of his white whales, and Brandy's love's name was mentioned by Kirk. So as the Mena fans do, they went to work on making that happen for Kirk. And it did. So we'll listen to that first interview with Kirk. But I should mention, we're going to hear about three interviews total with Brandy Love. Uh, I'm going to play the full things in length. They're about a half hour each. Some of them, they're really, some of them are political. There's coronavirus talk. I, If you skip through it, just know they're all about a half hour a piece, but there is some funny shit in there. Like they make up some hypothetical um, sex scenes and stuff like that, and you get awkward mic in the beginning. So they really, for the most part, are are worth a listen if you are interested. But here's the first interview with Brandy Love. Brandy Love, right here. Oh yeah. All right, let's uh, let's play it up. So we had uh, so I did the uh, Barstool Gold whatever last week. I guess it was a week ago today. Is yep. that right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I was asked the guest I want on most. I said, Brandy Love. She found out about it, uh, reached out to us, was happy to do it. We've tried to get her on in the past. We'll talk about that after. Um, <clears throat> and, and I think we talk about the life of the interview as well. You're going to enjoy this. Uh, Brandy Love joins us right now. It's, fi- it's, it's finally, this is, you know, every once in a while, a young child's dream comes true. And it's finally happening. I just, on Tuesday, I was asked on Barstool uh, who my dream guest is. I said, Brandy Love. Three days later. Well, I guess a week later if we're taping it. Who am I talking to right now? Brandy Dreams. This is like Make-A-Wish for, for podcasters. This is unbelievable. <laughs> this is actually happening. Okay, now you're making me nervous. I'd hate to fail you. <laughs> What's going on? How you do? So you, we talked for a second before, and you said basically, basically what you told me was you got absolutely shit-faced, and you're completely hungover right now, right? Basically? Is that it? Well, that, that sounds a lot more fun. I'm okay. totally not hungover because when I drink tequila, I bounce back super fast. I'm a professional tequila drinker. But oh. 
it was a, a little bit rowdier evening than we anticipated because it was an arts charity event. So, you know, sometimes you got to throw a curveball and make it a little more fun than it actually was. What is your I'm, I'm, five million things I'm fascinated about with your life? Because obviously <laughs> I follow you on Twitter. You're, you're awesome follow. So so what is your basic schedule with job versus life? Like when we were when we were messaging back and forth with the show to do the stuff, you said you have to go to L.A. to do stuff. Do you just go out? shoot like a bunch of stuff back to back, then take a bunch of time off and do it again? Or what's, so what's like a basic Brandy Love month like, for example? Well, it's, it's always interesting. Um, and I, I enjoy that. We, we have two different companies. Um, one is in the real estate side of things. And then of course the adult company within the mm-hmm. adult company, it's so multifaceted, which keeps things very, very exciting. We have the cam, you know, live camming. We're always shooting content for my own stuff on Pornhub and um, then there's LA and through the years because of starting new companies and what you called life, you know, that thing that we try to balance. um, I go out to LA only three times a year now and I go for about three weeks. And when I'm there for those three weeks, it is a, I can, I can swear, right? (laughs) Uh, You can, yes, you can say whatever you want. Okay, it's it's truly a fuckathon. I mean, it is like I shoot every single day. I might take a day off every eight to nine days. And then I come home and go back to work doing the other things and enjoying my family and quote-unquote normal life. So through the years, it's worked out to be a really great uh, schedule of balancing adult life and normal life. Uh, by the, in, in the middle of that fuckathon, is there any point yeah. where you're like, like, oh my, I just want to, I just want to go back to, I just want to go back East. I want to go back to the house. I just want to, you know, look at this, you know, just enjoy my, is there, is there a point, are you at the point in your career where you're sort of like, I'm just, I am sick of this shit. I am sick of fucking these <laughs> random guys who I don't really know. And it's kind of weird. Are you, are you, cause I mean, look, I'm going to say it right now. I've said this before. I'm going to tell you right now. You're you're the Meryl Streep of porn. You're better. The Meryl Streep. You're better. Meryl Streep could never do a stepdaughter scene like you. Forget forget I said that. You are you are the greatest. I am saying this to you. Listen to me right now, Brandy. Okay, listen to me because I don't know if you ever heard this before. You're the greatest actress who has ever lived. Ever. Understand what I'm saying? You're killing me right now. So my a, my cheeks hurt. And I, fact. I'm, I'm I'm dying. It's right a fact. Now, it's but... a, it's a, and by the way, Meryl Streep also gave Roman Polanski a standing ovation at the Academy Awards. So she's an asshole. So forget her. You are, yeah. you are. No, let's you, not compare. Those. Correct. Not compare. Correct. I can't, I can't think of an acting. <laughs> your, 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 your stepdaughter scenes are the greatest acting in film and your intros to these scenes are what you do best. That's what you the, the way you, I mean, the sex is great, but the way you tell the story before the best ever, you're the best ever at it. Well, see, I appreciate the fact that you actually might be one of the, I don't know, 8% of people in the entire United States that watch porn. How about the world? that actually give a shit about the beginning of the story. I am hearing more and more Thank you. that people care about the story. Yes, of course. It makes it, makes it hotter. It's the foreplay, right? Well, I can't. So when I scroll through, if I'm on wherever, right? So let's say that I'm looking for a scene, and the minute I click on it, it's straight fucking right away. I feel like I've jumped into some weird thing that is not, like, I need, you know what? I'll say it. I need to be romanced a little bit. Like your like, like your scene, like the scene <laughs> where you had with the... um. Where the um, where you're the, the I forget the, the the name of the world. I think it's called Blacked or something. Is that right? That's uh-huh. that. So yeah. so it's your 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 sister in the scene, right? Is uh, you're talking at the beginning. You're in your room. You're putting on your outfit. Awesome. You look unbelievable. Fantastic. And then the sister goes to the mall, which is a bad move on her part. I have to say, in retrospect, yeah, she probably she shouldn't have left me alone. The, the sisters and the wives and the girl. Why are they always so dumb in these scenes? I, totally irrelevant. 
but it makes things easier. I guess so. That's true. <laughs> but boom, right away, honestly, the best storytelling ever. Dickens himself, if he got out of his grave, could not write a scene like that. I'm not even kidding. I love it. But the point is, my question was anyway, do you get bored doing it? A long way of saying, do you get bored being in L.A. doing this? Or do you still really enjoy the experience? No, you know, I, I honestly got, I will always miss home. I don't love to travel because I'm, I love my family. I love my friends. Sure. I absolutely enjoy where I live. And I'm an East Coast girl. So heading out West is, you know, I figured out my places to hike and I've got my handful of friends there that I really enjoy. Four or five days in, I'm missing home, but I don't, I don't hate what I do. There hasn't been a day in my career, 15 years going, that I've gone, God dang, this sucks. It just sucks for a living that I get paid to have sex with professional fuckers. I mean, how can that job suck? <laughs> so for for me, people judge. I take my ridicule. I, I take shit every single day. And I've learned to smile and go, yeah, I know my life is better than yours. So judge on if it makes you feel better. Well, I will, yeah, certainly on Twitter, you're not afraid to tell somebody to go fuck themselves, which I appreciate. Well, I, I'm going to guess. I'm I'm, I'm, no, I, I think it's great. And I'm going to guess you have received more penis pictures than any living person. It's just a guess. No. Um, it's, there might be a few out there that have received more because yeah. I do make it very clear. Well, that's what I mean. Uh, yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Basically. My, yes. Yeah. My foot club rules. So right. when you break a rule, I mm -hmm. simply half the time, if I start to open the picture, you're just, you're gone. I delete you. Now people say that comes with the territory. You're a porn star for God's sake. You should, you should know you're going to get dick pics. Well, touche. Absolutely. But there's a time and a place. My private Snapchat, you can send jerk off pictures. I don't care. All that's right. awesome. Just, I don't find the public forum the place to show everybody how small your penis is or how unattractive your penis is or maybe how grotesquely large it is. It's just, for me, I made those rules because it just seems like the wrong place. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I certainly do. But I, 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 you know what bothered me the most, I think, honestly, is if I, if I had to do a scene, I had to kiss a smoker. I hate smokers. That, that, that to me, would be a... So would bother you the yeah, most? Yeah, I think it might. Like, does the, do you ever have to deal That's with... That's the one thing? I think so. I think I'd almost <laughs> rather blow a guy than have a guy who's smoking kiss me on. I, 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 I hate it. Have you, ever, have, you ever, have you ever dealt with somebody who's just got, you know, B.O., awful breath, anything like that or no? Well, you know, it's it's interesting, again, because I work in the realm of the adult industry. Right. We are all professionals. True. Every, you know, people really go to great lengths to be, you know, smell great. Everybody's got their mouth washed. I mean, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. There are those people from time to time that are, let's call them new. And right. maybe they don't have parents that taught them hygiene or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've more than once had to take them to the side and... In the most polite and maternal way, explain certain things. But I swear to God, in 15 years, it's happened once. That's not so bad. It's not bad at all, number one. And number two, smokers, I don't know a single smoker if we're talking about nicotine right. in L.A. Yeah, everyone's Everyone vaping Everyone smokes weed. Right, right. yeah, true. Um, and, and honestly, it doesn't bother me, but I'm not a smoker at all. I don't smoke anything. So even with that, though. They're right in there with their mouthwash and chewing gum. So people are pretty conscientious of one another. How long is – so let's say you do a, a, like a scene, like a scene I'm watching, let's say, uh, any basic scene that you do. How long from be beginning to end does that scene take? Is it like – is it a day? Is it 12 hours? Is it, is, it, is, it, is it just one take? I mean, how does it – obviously, there's different camera angles. How does that – Oh, yeah, how, yeah, how sure. It's a great question. I think most people are curious about it. And it's, it's bizarre. There's no – there's no magic number. I mean, vignettes, which are like 
just the scene that's thrown up on Pornhub or right. any any you know website. Those can take anywhere from four four to six hours. Four is the least I've ever been on set, and sixteen is the longest I've ever been on set. Oh God, sixteen's outrageous because those are for features where the producer will want every single scene, all the different actors to be there, and you might not. You'll get there at eight a.m. and then your scenes at nine p.m. So you sit around all day. It's very annoying. That's why I really don't shoot features because it's a waste of precious time, in my opinion. Um, so most, honest to God, most are a normal day, nine to five. You can you can plan on being set from nine to five. You're smart too, though. It seems like you've figured out that the business has just changed fast, and you need to take control of your own property, like the stuff you're talking about, doing filming your own stuff, getting your own channel. Like you just can't be obviously what it was 15, 20 years ago. I find that the business is so interesting now because you, you can get so much of it online. I mean, I'm sure nobody, statistically, right, nobody buys them anymore, right? Well, believe it or not, there is still, this is what I, this is what I love about the last great generation. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to miss them. They still <laughs> do buy porn. I mean, they still like, they, they like to have in their hand the DVD. They like the covers. And, you know, some of the people used to literally buy the VHSs are now buying the DVDs. They they believe in supporting, let's call it the arts, you can laugh, but they believe in supporting their favorite actors and actresses and things like even Pornhub. Okay, so everyone mm -hmm. knows you can go to Pornhub and get free content. Right. right. Um, but they, even Pornhub has gotten to, they're reaching out, they're getting content from the content providers, meaning myself and others, as well as what they've um, basically brought in together. And you you support me. Well, Kirk can go on there, type in Brandy Love, find my profile, um, decide to join my fan club, which is not pro content, but it's my content that you can only get exclusively at Pornhub. It's cheap, twelve bucks, fifteen bucks, twenty bucks, whatever. And that's where that's where so you can choose to support us. Now I understand and I know I'm gonna piss off a bunch of people, but anybody under thirty five is like, Why the fuck would I pay for it? It's there for me. Um, fine. Well, there's stuff there for you too, you know, but we're, we're trying to continue to support the adult industry in the few ways that we can, because honestly it could go away, you know, I, I it really could because it costs a ton of money. These, these producers out in LA, it can, it can cost 10, $15,000 to produce a 32 minute video. Do you, do you shoot all these, that's the, 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 the private stuff you actually shoot that in your actual home uh the stuff that i shoot yeah what do you Most, have a... well i have i have a i have a studio right okay yeah so I'm... very not well now i can that we're empty nesters which is a whole nother story but we never have shot in our homes it's always sure. been at a studio sure and and we like to do you know roadhead videos and those are wherever we happen to be uh out in the woods i mean the the world is our oyster when it comes to shooting content right <laughs> It's got to be strange being Brandy Love, though. Just it's it different than being another any other celebrity. And the guys, you know, you talk to guys all the time who like masturbate to you all the time. Like you're, you're talking to one, two of them right now. But I mean, like, so it, is it? Hi, it, guys. Hello. hello. <laughs> it, it's it's it's. But I mean, it, it's, it's got to be strange. Like it's just you know, and you know, people are looking at you, and there's also this weird thing where I'm sure some people don't want to come up and talk to you. There's also a stigma, sort of weirdly attached as well. It's just a fascinating, and you're also, by the way, kind of brandy love, but you're not brandy love, right? Too, you know what I mean. So this sort yeah, of, I, I mean, you're not, you're not, you know, when you go to the, go to see a movie with your husband or whatever with your buddies, you're not brandy love, you know what I mean? 
So there's this weird, there must be a, a strange existence in some ways. But at the same time, I actually always am. And I, I, I totally respect what you're saying. And thank you for saying it because you get that. But you also have to understand that most don't, right? That's, so that's got to be kind of scary, though, at the same time, too, I would think, no? Well, I wouldn't use the word scary, but no. what it does, it does force you to be on your A game at all times. You know, right. you think you're under the radar and you look like shit. You got a ball cap on and you're just wanting to go get your coffee and four people grab you and they're like, oh, my God, can we please do a Snapchat? Can we please take a photo? And I'm not going to be a dick and say no. I mean, if it weren't for them knowing who I am, right. I wouldn't have the awesome career that I have. So you learn very quickly to just suck it up. This this goes with the territory. You're naive to think that your privacy is available because it becomes extremely limited. Um, but that's okay. I mean, I, I knew what I signed up for. Of course, there's those moments. And, you know, and bar, bar stools would, would may, may not remember. But you have those moments of limitations that are thrown in your face, like taking your child to orientation for college. Right. Those moments that you wish so desperately could stay true to yourself and your, your family, those are gone. And it took me a moment when I saw that posted. It took me a moment and I went, oh, because I'm very protective, of course. What parent isn't? Of course. Luckily for me, mine's exceptionally smart and she thrives in a unique situation of having the parents that she has. And she's earned herself away into a Big Ten school. I mean, Big 12, both. She got into schools I could have never gotten into. Right. And, you know, it just, it would have been so nice. Because the school really did welcome her. I mean, they know exactly who she is, and they welcomed her. She mm -hmm. wrote an incredible essay on who she is. You know, <laughs> come up and say hi. Welcome us to the, you know, to the family. Sit down and, and have a normal conversation. That would have been so classy. But instead, and I understand they're young, but to snap a picture, to put up for trolls to make inappropriate comments, when that's supposed to be such a great moment, you know? Yeah, no, evolving. That, anytime you, as I said, anytime you evolve kids, a dick move. It's just, it's, it, there's, it, no, there's no, there's no, it's just a dick it. move. There's no upside to it. And uh, yeah, it's I, not I, unexpected, Kirk. It's not unexpected. No, I get it's just it. Kinda, those are when you put your head down and you go, humanity sucks. Right. True. True. Is there, and then, and then there's those other moments where people do something so fabulous and you're like, oh, I still have faith. People are good. They're decent. No, this is. I, by the way, I have a I have a sidekick, not quite a co-host. I'd like to be. His name is Blind <laughs> Mike. Blind Mike, who is uh, who is who is blind, Hi, legally Mike. blind, and I believe actually proved the old theory, Brandy. I think he actually went blind masturbating to you so many times you can actually go blind. Our parents well, always told us definitely this. possible. It, it happened. Yeah, he wanted to ask you something. So go ahead, Mike. If that I was gonna... happened, I feel like I owe you something, Blind Mike. There yeah. you go. You were one of the first, uh, my first regulars. Uh, really? Oh yeah, big time. God. But uh, <laughs> God, uh, how does your daughter deal with your uh, profession? With class and with grace, I'll be honest with you. I mean, having she's had to deal with it since probably uh, seventh, eighth grade, which was mind blowing because where people's, you know, where are kids' parents that they're. Well, I shouldn't say anything because I don't know when you guys started, but mm -hmm. where are the where are the parents that these kids are home typing away, watching stuff that they know who people's parents are? Anyway. It came around eighth or ninth grade where we had the conversation because somebody had come up to her and said, hey, is your mom Brandy Love? And her comment back, she held her head up high and she said, she said, that's my mom's business, none of yours. Literally. And as a little kid, I think that that was that was a lot. And she's such a tender hearted kid and so loving that she's she's not a fighter. Um, and she came home. We had a long conversation. And she said, you know what? 
mom and dad, I don't care what you do. I love you guys. You're amazing. And if what you do makes you happy and you're successful, she said, then that's your business, not mine. And she has maintained that attitude. And when things happen, she just looks at him and says, that's none of my business. That's my parents' business and walks away. Well, I, you know, I find it so interesting. Like it's, it's, there's this stigma now and it, it's, I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen with, with, with uh, adult film and everything where these feminists want to weigh in. To me, there's nothing more anti-feminist than giving somebody shit for being, and it's a woman who's, who's an adult woman making a clear choice who wants to make a living. I, I like, I don't understand why anybody has an issue with that. It's always well, mystifying because it to doesn't me. fit their agenda. Let's be clear about right. that. Sure. No, don't I get, get yeah. me started. Uh, you can fire away. I, I, I don't, I don't, I've never like, you know, this sort of better than attitude. Well, it's like, you know, this person wants to do it. She enjoys it. She makes a lot of money. She's smart. She's, she's make sure she's safe. Like who the fuck is getting hurt and people are enjoying it. It's all, it, well, I've never understood that, it. That's very, 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 I couldn't agree with you more. And those types of things, you know, when when everybody should have equal rights and everybody should have equal pay and the feminists come out and they're pissed off about everything. And here I am, a strong, independent woman who made clear choices for myself and my family and we're crushing it and we're happy. And I've been married 25 amazing years and have really well-adjusted, brilliant, happy kids. Who the fuck are you to tell me? that I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing when you run around preaching about female empowerment. To me, it makes so opposite of the word sense. I can't even put my head around it. Yeah, it's... it's, it's and as you see on Twitter, I don't. You do not. You do. Well, that's the other thing. So, I mean, that's, you know, let's be honest. Like, so, you know, I'm not... There's, there's stuff I like about Trump. There's stuff I don't like about Trump. But it's a scary time in America to even say... It's almost a hate crime to say you like Donald Trump. And I give you credit. Like, you you don't fuck around. You're like, yep, I like this guy. He's my president. If you don't like him, fuck off. And you can, and you have to deal now, as we know, with real shit when you do that. Oh, God, yeah. I've had death threats. I mean, for real. And the thing that's so funny to me is at this point, you know, in, in my years, I've, I'm old enough to have seen several presidencies come and go. Mm-hmm. And the thing I don't, you're right, this time is, this time that we're living in is extremely bizarre. I just think that because for 30, 35, 40 years, the the, you know, Hillary not getting in blew the heads off of everybody who thought that socialism was finally here. Right. I mean, they've been working at it for a really long time and Trump just cut them off at the knees. So of course they're pissed off. The thing I don't understand, every presidency has its people who voted for the president and people who didn't. But as a country, we've always come together and gone, well, okay, he's our president. Rock and roll. Let's see what he's got. This one took it to another level. Everybody who didn't vote for him lost their freaking minds. And that is where I get on Twitter. I just lose it because it's like, (laughs) I agree with Trump. You don't like this country? Get the fuck out. There's a bunch of other places you can go. (laughs) No one's forcing you to stay here. Do you think you get judged more for being a porn star or a Trump supporter? It's a good question. That is a phenomenal question. There you go, Mike. Good question. Mike, seriously, that's probably that that takes the cake right there. And I, I, I can't say that I know for sure, but what I will say is I certainly feel the wrath of the left and or any anti-Trumper more so today than I do about being a porn star. It's like that got set to the back. Now, now let's just hate her because she actually supports the president of the United States. And that 
I'll take that. I'll take that. Grab, grab a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Kick my feet up and start, you know, smashing trolls. That's totally cool. <laughs> What's the oddest, oddest fan interaction you've had? Um, I mean, there's got to be so. I mean, I can. I'm only, like, I gotta pick one. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> there's got to be something that's just. I can. I can't even imagine how creepy it it can get. You know what? It's it's funny because there's a lot of people that think things like Exotica or the Avians or the X Biz conventions where all the fans come out and hang out with us i get those all the time where guys are like oh aren't they creepy and they're smelly and they're all over you i don't know if i'm lucky um but i think i, I think i am i'm lucky my fan base is incredible thank you they are they're so respectful they they come up to me sometimes the conversations like you said but i'm prepared for it i jack off to you so often and they're looking you in the face that's when you know you go oh Okay, you know, I kind of figured that, but now that now that it's out there, you know, um, but they're not. I don't consider that creepy. They're just expressing their sexuality, and they're amongst adult stars. Where if there's ever a place to feel safe and like you can talk about anything, to me, that's it. So I don't, I don't really get creep creeped out or have any issue. Would, would I think you, oh, good. The 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 oddest one honestly was I was at the airport with one of my little ones mm-hmm. and <laughs> I could tell that this pilot knew who I was totally fine you know a little nod a little wink I'm like cool I'm with my kid that's not the time mm-hmm. to come up and you would think you wouldn't think you had to tell people this but you know right. so he comes over to me with a little folded up note and I'm thinking the hell my kid's looking at me like well, actually, she said, is that a fan? I'm like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> she's, again, she's cool. She's very cool. She mm-hmm. gets it. And I'm like, I, I don't know, babe. I'll, I'll read that later. I open it up. A couple minutes later, I'm looking to the right. I read it. And he says, I'm a really big fan. Could I get a signature and a photo? It literally was a little like passing notes in fourth grade <laughs> kind of note. And this man was older than me. I mean, he had to be in his early 50s. I'm like, come on, man. I'm counting on you to be a gentleman. Really? <laughs> That and you guys think, oh, that's not that weird, but to me, it, it was strange. It was a little bizarre. Are there any? So you know, I used to do a thing on the old show where I would go through different categories on tube galore and say the ones that would freak me out the most. Are there any of these things like, look, and it, if any, if, if everything's legal, everyone's of age, God bless you, go for it. Is there anything where you look at these things, some of these porn worlds, and you're like, that is really fucked up. I mean, there's some stuff in there. Like I've seen catheter porn. I mean, this <laughs> oh, stuff. That, oh, oh, I mean, it's ouch. just, it's just, it's just, I, I, the human mind. Is so like look, you do a scene, you're obviously fantastic looking. You get some somebody with you as well. I prefer more. I'm I, I get protective of you. I don't like what's on the penis in there, Brandy. I'm not I'm, <laughs> I get I do. I'm gonna say it. I'll say it. I get upset. So if you're doing your lesbian scenes, I'm on board. Um, you know, but it, you know, the this these scenes with these weird like I, I can't the human mind is so interesting to me that people can get off on some of this really weird stuff. I don't know, like like nine months pregnant. It's just the, 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 I don't know, it's a strange world. Well, you know, it's it's one of those things that sexuality literally is like snowflakes. True. No two people's sexuality is going to be the same. True. Now, I'm in the adult industry. I hear and see a lot. And I've, I, I've always been teased. And I tease myself about being a vanilla porn star. I, I, my sexu- I love sex. I, I love the female form. I enjoy the excitement of what I do. But, I, I mean, I don't do, like, 
I know, sorry, everybody, but I don't do the 20-person gangbangs. I've never done an anal scene. There's things that, you know, and I you've seen on Twitter, if, you, if you've happened to see, Randy, why don't you do anal? I have. You gotta, you gotta, I'm yeah. waiting for you to do it first, dickhead. I mean, come on. That is the ultimate, following Brandy, that is the ultimate, for some reason, Brandy, it's very important for people, for you to get a penis in your ass for some reason. I'm not sure why I, these people you know, need this well, in their yeah. life. I mean, I but don't know. You... there's only what ten thousand women who've done it before, but they won't. They want to see my butt destroyed. I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> what um, <clears throat> so what's so what's the game? Do you have do you have a do you have an like an end game in mind? Do you have an out date? Or are you just gonna keep doing this? Or are you thinking five years, ten years, two years? Or are you just you just enjoying the moment? Well, you know, I truly am enjoying the moment. It's taken 15 years to get into this. I, I call it a groove where I'm working with the companies I've, I've always wanted to work with. I'm working with the top talent in the industry. I'm having such a blast. And it's, you know, but it, it does get harder for me because I do want to grow old gracefully. I'm I'm taking care of myself. I have my regimen. I, you know, I, I do what I can to keep myself looking as young as I feel on the inside. But when you work in 4K... There are pictures I see and I go, oh, hell no. You know, and I start thinking to myself, what's the end game? But I also love how being in the industry does keep me young. It, it, it's that every day, you know what I mean? Right. It's, it's kind of like what I think married people and or people in a serious relationship should feel about themselves every day. Wake up and look and be the best you can look and be. You know how many people you know that have been married five years and they've gained 30 pounds, she cut all her hair off, doesn't wear makeup anymore, he doesn't bring her flowers. Mm -hmm. When you work in this industry, people think it's nuts, not saying it's for everybody, but we always are striving to look our best for one another and for what we do. So it's a win-win. Can I, can I just say... I'm afraid oh, if I retire, I might just fall apart. Oh, come on. <laughs> Can I just say, by the way, I think I thought Howard Stern was a total asshole to you all those years ago. Oh my God! And I thought he was as nice as I've ever heard him. He could have ripped me. They were apart. saying, well, maybe it was Fred. I remember watching it, and they were saying that, that you were a butterface and all that. It's ridiculous, what? insulting. Oh yeah, yes. yeah, outrageous. Face, yeah, yeah but, come on. But for but for Howard, come on, that's true. That's nothing. He could have. He didn't. I was waiting for him to rip apart my body. He did. He made fun of my hair. Which, when I look back at the video, it is pretty funny. I mean, that is a long time ago. Hairstyles have right. changed. Um, I can laugh about that. The the butterface, you know, whatever. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. That's cool. Was that your it, was that your intro into that? Like, wh when did you start? When did you go from whatever you were doing to this? That Howard Stern, I believe, was 2004, right. and that's the same year that BrandyLove.com was born. So that was, I I was very persistent. I knew that Howard kind of like you guys, have an incredible audience and impact. Um, and I just knew that, my God, if something's going to work and put us on the map of an industry full of people, it would be it would be Howard. And I just literally, I know you're going to laugh, but it was snail mail back then. Right, I sure. sent a letter every single Tuesday, every single Tuesday without fail. And it took literally three weeks, and I got a phone call from Gary and I, you know, I'm driving down the street and he's like, hey, this is Gary from the Howard Stern show. I pulled over. I was shaking. I'm like, this is a joke. No, it wasn't. I was out there in New York a week and a half later. And then, oh, God, Mike. Um, I was curious. You were talking about equal rights earlier. And mm -hmm. uh, I noticed my people aren't really represented in porn a lot. Oh, you want and blind I, people I, in porn. I was curious if you thought there might be a storyline between you 
and say like a young a young blind guy with a lot of spunk like maybe you're his uh you're you're his aide but you realize oh you know, that's there, a, there's something there yeah it's almost know? like it's almost like a like a porn version of the miracle worker sure where, something like yeah that. where yeah. you were you're like sort of like the yeah you're his blind instructor that that could work no there's, there's a spark between you and yeah it's you know what? I think that's an awesome storyline but you know blind Mike do you know anybody with those characteristics I mean I, I if you needed someone I could I could uh, okay yeah. okay. <laughs> I'd watch that. I would watch that movie. Actually, that is kind of hot. Yes, yeah, that's, right? That's not, it's not a bad scene. I'll, yeah, I mean, you must... I'll get production started. <laughs> How involved are you in the... Do you have any involvement whatsoever in the storylines? you ever pitch them? Do you ever see a girl that you like, for example, and be like, ooh, I want to work with her. Here's a storyline. Or do you just kind of get sent the thing by the producer and go do it? Oftentimes, it's, it's sent to me. There are many companies that I've shot with for so many years, and they know me so well that there won't be a script. They'll say, Brandy... This is your character. Go for it. We, you know, I, we know you're good at impromptu, and those tend to be better scenes because they're more natural. You know, you're not trying to remember lines. But the the scenes that I've actually been a part of the writing are my sweetheart videos. Um, I've done three features with them: Brandy loves girls, Brandy loves milfs, and Brandy loves girls too. Those, all three of those, and there's a fourth one by the way coming out in September. Stay mm-hmm. tuned. Good. Um, I wrote. With the director, he and I wrote every single scene, and it's so it was so much fun. The fans, with my help, what I mean by that is I put out the names of all the women I wanted to shoot with, mm-hmm. and the fans voted. And Sweetheart Vids actually took the time to take in all the tallies, and I shot this next feature coming out in September, um, Showcase. It's all women that I wanted to shoot with, so it's really, really amazing. Ooh, I'm in. I will be watching <laughs> I am in. Anything else? I'll have to call back to see what you think about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Promote away. Anything, anything else you want to promote? <clears throat> well, mo- this, when we were talking about content that you can produce, right? Yep. With things being ripped off in the Napster of porn and all these types mm-hmm. of things. One of my favorite things to do is spending time on my private Snapchat, which you can get to Snap Brandy, S-N-A-P, Brandy with an I. And that is daily content that's live. You can't rip it off. It's definitely me. I have one-on-one interactions with everybody, so everybody out there who knows what Snapchat is understands it's like the most raw, amateur, authentic content because you're shooting it right now from me to my phone to you. Um, well, give so us give us uh, an example of something we might see there to uh, to titillate the uh, to y- the audience. Well, the other day, well, it was last week. My husband drove me to the airport, and we were getting frisky, and I shot the whole hand job to finish on the way to the airport. And then I sat there and I ch- chatted with them, <laughs> with my fans I mean, that were on, on the Snapchat. So That's a good example. Y- you know, we, we go hiking in the woods all the time. Things happen, you know. Hiking makes everybody randy, doesn't it? I think so. Yes, always <laughs> yeah, has for me. Yeah, yeah sure. All right, yes. me too. So things like that, winding down at night, and... um, set the phone up, have sex. It's, we have a good time. And when I'm out in L.A., like I'll be out in L.A. August 1st of 15th, mm-hmm. I'm always shooting BTS, getting my, my – um, the talent that I'm working with that day to do interviews, to get naked, have makeout sessions. Those types of things are all on my private snap. Jeez. And, and uh, what, anything else you get? Promote away. This is your shot here. Anything else you want to promote well, you, or no? Absolutely. You guys know. Well, you guys know, but if you guys, anybody out there who doesn't, my Instagram and my um, Twitter are mm-hmm. Brandy underscore love. Mm-hmm. My, uh, my, you can always, uh, if you guys don't have my flashlight, I'm going to be very upset with you because that's the most intimate way for us to have okay, sex. Okay, so, so I'm so, not in the so room. I have to. I have to. I, I, <laughs> I have to. I have to say 
the fleshlight talk me into it because i'm a little it makes me nervous because i feel like i'm gonna i don't know it feels, it feels like after what? one use you can't really yeah that, like you know? expo- I'm, I'm i believe me I'll, I'll get it in two seconds if you if you can if you assure me it is just just sort of walk me through it well there's a reason it is the number one masturbatory toy on the market and always, and has been since it came out it was such an intense i waited for 10 years really i've been offered many other toys and i i wouldn't do it because i wanted a flashlight okay it is the best it and trust me one use now nah, you'll have it for years the thing is amazing i sat in a chair legs spread being molded for an hour when I, they literally paste this, I don't know what it is, some goo, kind of felt good, but they put it all over you and you sit there and you let it, I don't know, settle. Sure. They, they peel it off and that, it, it is so authentic. Every, every wrinkle, crinkle, line, you name it, it's there. It's identical to me. And the best part is we spent a lot of time putting the sleeve together, which is I helped pick the texture on the inside. So when you when you slide your dick in there, first of all, put lots of lube, makes it even better. Done. Okay. Play with play with the outside because you got to warm me up. You oh. know, don't just stick it in there. So continue. Warm me up. Put the lube on, and on the back of the flashlight is a little knob. You twist it, which you decide the suction. You can make it simp- like smoother, so it's nice a slow, steady stroke. Stroke, mm-hmm. or you tighten it, and it it's like there's a suction. Yeah. See Jeez. now you're now you're getting ready. I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you why don't you give the audience a weird way what they want? Why don't you do that for your bud as well? And then 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 you're all set. I already did. You did. <laughs> you can you can get the you can get the two pack. You get both parts. Smart. And Jesus, you know, you're people smart. People on Twitter are like you get so stupid, you don't do anal. I'm like, but I do. Just get my <laughs> flashlight and you can beat the shit out of my asshole. It's totally fine. <laughs> and I'll still be smiling in the morning. Uh, Very nice of you. Well, this is perp. This was great. This is everything I wanted. This is fantastic. Uh, this is uh, it's such a pleasure. It's been a few years in the making, hasn't it? Yeah, well, yeah. So, Brandy, we got you know. I think it was last year. We're going to have you on my old show in Boston and the radio station. I think no. I think I swear to God. Year it's before been two years. You might be right. You might be right. And the fucking program director was like, oh. You know, she's a poor... And my argument was exactly that. I'm like, well, she's... That's the point, buddy. Right. I'm like, she's a... A, fans... I know, you know, we got reaction like crazy. Guys love her. All we have is guys who listen. B, you're basically telling a woman who is clear of mind, no drugs, no alcohol, she just wants to make a living. You're shaming her. Like, fuck you. Like, and she's proud of herself. Like, why wouldn't we want to talk about that? You know, I... I, It was interesting. I could tell you were so pissed off. I think... I think you and I chatted that morning. It yes. was like nine in the morning. I was ready to go. I'm, I'm like, something's not right because the car was supposed to be here. Right. And and then I got this call from you guys. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, I was so pissed. I knew that wasn't going to go over well with, with you. I was pissed. <laughs> I was not, not at you guys, obviously. Yeah, no. I understood what was happening. But those are the very reasons, Kirk, that I do what I do. It's a perfectly legal business. It brings nothing but pleasure to people. I love it. My family life is amazing. I, I don't understand what people's issue is, whether you know whether they were raised that it's dirty and bad, and then they go jerk off in the corner. Of course, it, it just seems like yeah, it's such a it's such a hypocrisy. Well, it's the weirdest thing. Like everybody, ma- I mean, essentially everybody masturbates, but yet of still, course. still, there's this weird stigma around it it's like it's like we all like you ever you have a desire you have a release you clean up you're done like what like what the what am i missing what the fuck am i missing if you figure it out will you please tell me yes i, I will. can't figure it yes, out I will. yes i will we, we will do a scene where i'm the professor and i teach you about it how was that <laughs> oh 
yes. there you go. I, I'm usually the teacher. I know, that's true. To be the student. Yeah, sure. in my mind, in my scenario, you're never like, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, you have to be the teacher. That's true. We'll do that. That and your blind <laughs> your, your famous blind series with blind Mike. Everyone's going to be that looking forward to really, That'd be great. That's a really hot scene. Yes. I'm going to work on that one, Mike. Thank you. Buddy. All right. So, whenever you're in town, obviously, come on by uh, and we'll talk to you very soon, I hope. I'd love that. Thank you guys so much. All right, so Brandy. Much. Thanks so much. Day. We'll talk Take to you. Care. Thanks again. So as you kind of hear in that, she's playful. They have actually a really interesting conversation. Mike actually has a couple of good questions about what her daughter thinks. They, they bring up the blind sex scene where she's Mike's blind aide, which was very funny. So again, she came off really good. Definitely someone who as a minifan I was listening to, I was like, okay, she definitely have her back and Back in those, especially with Steve, back in the beginning of the the show, there was a lot more, I guess, serious politics talk. Not serious, but definitely po- political talk where she was kind of fitting that mold and having a, a female voice on the show was something I know Kirk kind of looked for as well. So at the time, it really did kind of feel like a match almost made in heaven where you, you could definitely see her popping up here and there. And actually, Brandy did pop on um, a couple months later that year to actually end the 2019 year of the KMS. She was on the final Christmas Spectacular episode of KMS on December 20th. And it's kind of the same thing as the, the first interview a few months back where she's, she's playful. It's a good conversation. It's funny. She's... She's engaged. She kind of seems like she sort of maybe keeps up with the world on the KMS world on Twitter, at least enough to have a sense of things. She's playful with the Minifans, still interacting with the show. Like I looked up some tweets. She had some troll socks. Tweets was an old sponsor of Kirk. So, I mean, again, she was kind of proved herself again with this episode that she is worth becoming a regular on the show and even but you do kind of see her kind of brain kind of sort of start to break a little i think would be the right word when they talk about the impeachment stuff with trump Uh, but it wasn't really anything noticeable then but i'll let you guys listen be the judge see what you guys think see if see if you guys agree with me here's that second interview with brit with brandy love fuck Good morning. Oh. Hi, Brandy. This is Steve Robinson, and you're live to tape with Kirk Minahan. Hi, Steve. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Brandy. How are you? I'm good now that I've downed a Death Wish cup of coffee. That's good. <laughs> That'll wake you up. <laughs> I was thinking of you the other night. Well, I often think of you at night, but I was thinking of you the other night. <laughs> I was. We'll get into this guest, the idiot guest we had a couple weeks ago. I was flipping around. I was watching. If you, you've, I imagine you've seen Bookie Nights. Oh, yeah. Do you think Boogie Nights, I like Boogie Nights. I'm a huge fan of the movie. Do you think in a weird way that sort of has this, is sort of continued this negative stereotype that exists in some world still about pornography or no? Well, absolutely. I mean, come on. Well, first of all, that was the 70s and 80s. Sure, sure. Um, And things were different. Everything was different. That's to be expected. When it came out, I thought it was highly entertaining. There were parts of it that I loved, parts of it that made me laugh because I was like, holy shit, that totally happened. And then there was this huge, you know, kind of like thump in the chest with like, really, we're going to continue that theory about porn. 
it's ridiculous. But all in good entertainment, different times, so whatever. The uh, yeah, it's it's yeah. So I yeah, because I think we had this. What's his name? What's his name, Steve? Matt Walsh. Matt Walsh. This Matt Walsh guy on it. I was messaging with you about. It. We had him on a couple of weeks ago, and he went on this. He, he was fine, he, and I appreciate when people come on and disagree with me because a lot, not a lot of people do it today, especially today. But his take was that pornography should be banned because it's dangerous to culture. And my main takeaway from that, I had two or three. My first one was, it's is that's like just that's sexist in a way. It's like we, we talked about this, I think last time. It's basically telling a woman you can't earn a living the way you want to earn it. Yeah, it's a pretty scary thought. You know, the thing I took away from listening to him is I could be wrong, but I. I got the impression he was a conservative. Yes, and I this, think so. This, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I don't want, don't put, you know, I don't want to push that out. No, he, he, he is, he is. Okay, okay. So the thing that scared me about that is, don't we have enough liberals trying to end free speech? Now we've got a conservative? That's, that's a little frightening to me because <laughs> that's what he's doing. He's trying to tell you and I what we can watch, what we can read, what we can take off of the public forum which is the internet he wants to now push his agenda and what he believes to be good and okay and that's that's a really slippery slope if you ask me i can't also he's a he's like a fully grown i imagine healthy adult male i gotta call bullshit there's no way he doesn't watch pornography there's no fucking there's no fucking chance he doesn't masturbate there's no chance how about this his imagination brain this is more interesting i'm gonna i'm gonna throw this one at you before we get back to this guy my producer steve robinson we were talking about pornography the other day as we sometimes do okay so your name came up certain scenes we like steve tell brandy what you use to masturbate steve <laughs> uh, most mostly still images. He have still you, uses. Have you ever heard of scroller? Brent? He still uses still images to masturbate, which is to <laughs> me uh, the most bizarre thing I've ever heard in two thousand, almost two thousand twenty. You know what? I have to I have to give you kudos for that, Steve, because hmm. Hmm. honestly, first of all, that's how it all started. Oh I mean, shit! I you're right. Back in the nineties, you post a picture, and these people were making money, and people were jerking off, and it, it is still allowed for quite the imagination. I so used to. The fact I, that I used to, as, as a kid in the 80s, right? As a kid growing up in the 80s, you're about my age. I'm 45. I yeah, would, we're close. I would, at night, doubt, I would, if I saw like Vacation was on HBO, I would put the VCR and tape that so I could masturbate to the Beverly D'Angelo shower scene. Or what I would masturbate thing, to, man. I would yeah. masturbate to the Sports Illustrated swim, swim, if I was, if I was 13, 14 years old and Brandy Love had shown up in my world in 1988 <laughs> on video, I would have literally drowned in semen in my room. I would have never left. I would have drowned. I would have died in there. I, 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 well, I, think about it. Those of us who were around, were around when MTV dropped, that was the original porn. No question. There were videos that they were, the, the, the tease worked, right? Right. An image worked. Playboy, Hustler, these magazines were the original. And so people that still can get off to the, the photos, I think that's hot. Good for you. Look at that, Steve. Real praise. <laughs> Thank you very much, Brandon. <laughs> I should have thought of it that <laughs> My way. pleasure. But is there something, <laughs> there, there is something though, like I am with Steve on this. I get this still stuff for me is work, but there is something and you do it well. There is something to like the old fashioned story setup. We've talked about this before. Yeah. I, I can't, I, if I'm, if I'm searching around, I'm going around on two glory or on your sites or what, like if you, if you're starting right away with a fuck, like right in the middle of it, can't work. You got to wine and dine me. You got to tickle my balls a little bit. You have to. That's very true. No, I I agree with that. And people that don't that fast forward through all of it, there's there's going to be that. I get it. You know, sometimes your your masturbation timeline's short. You got to take what you can get. So true. You get right to the good stuff. But when you're when you're you know flirting with yourself, light that candle, pour that glass of wine, watch the whole scene. It's 
there's something Ooh. really good to that. Plus, it helps your stamina. So don't negate that important fact. What do you think of a guy who's just constantly masturbating with a roommate in the room? Like, allegedly. Kurt. Well, well I, don't th- I don't think we need to delve into this. I think we need to get all the way well, in well, there. Let me just, oh, can I make my own case, Mike? Please. I, you know, uh, I was a 17-year-old boy. A 17, as, as, as Burt Reynolds said to, to Mark Wahlberg in Boogie Nights, a 17-year-old piece of gold. There I was. Horny yeah. as can be. The lights are off. I'm at a prep school. Who hasn't masturbated in the room with, with, with another person in there? Look, when the urge hits, it hits. Right. You know, Seven, eight times a day might be strong, but you know, not in your not in your teens and twenties. I don't think. I, I bet Thank that's you very pretty much. common. Thank uh-huh. you. Thank you. We don't need to get in the other aspect of my relationship with that gentleman. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, so you were you were just overseas traveling around for a couple of weeks? I was. Was I this work some, or or not work? It was. It was both. I had a couple of photo shoots that were super amazing. I couldn't let go, and I was like, "Well, hell, I'm over here." It's crazy to fly 20 hours for eight hours of work, so I stayed. <laughs> what can I say? How how busy is your work schedule? Like, I mean, so you pretty much, I know you pretty much do what you want, but how many days a year are you actually working outside of where you live, going to do stuff like that? Uh, my Well, I, I work pretty much every day, whether right. I'm home or traveling. Right. My travel schedule, I would say that, you know, um, six months a year I travel for eight to ten days. Yeah, that's not so bad. I, 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 here's a question. Another question I have for you. You're a great judge. If, if they like America's Got Talent for porn, you would be one of the judges. If you would, for a moment, uh, I don't know if you saw this or not. My boss, Dave Portnoy, oh, of uh, was, was working uh, hard a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if you saw the video yes. and if you have a, any evaluation of it. I love that you say working hard. Don't, 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 that, <laughs> well, that's, that's what I'm here for. I'm here for. I try to catch all, all your little things yes. there, but yeah. Um, little I, things, I, right. I can't speak on that. Um, I have to admit, and I really wish I could give you guys a a review. I'm going to need somebody to send me the video so that I can give a legitimate review of it. But I haven't been able to find it. So either y'all did a really good job of of getting it down for his privacy Mm -hmm. that he was requesting or... Or I just I, I'm a really shitty server uh, surfer, so I'm not sure. But well, I'm going to need some help. It's a federal crime, so don't look too hard. But he's, he's using sort of a froggy style. Yeah, if, I, if I may paint the it. picture, his yeah. legs are spread amazingly wide apart. Like I don't know, I've never seen the man's legs that wide apart. But he's in standing seat. on the bed, which is impressive. That's true too. That's not easy to do. Does he do yoga? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't it's seem a, like the type, but I'm not good, sure. It's a good question. I, I don't know the answer to that. Maybe he's a secret yoga dude because he, he that flexibility really comes in handy in the bedroom. You know what I mean? That's probably true. Do you ever get? Uh-huh. A, do you ever? What do you do when you're in a situation like when you're working with a guy who is just like a legitimate dick, just like a jerk? Does that ever happen? I have to be completely honest with you. I wish I had stories like that, but I have had an amazing, amazing casting crew of people that I've worked with. That's good. And this is over 15 years. I can't say that I've worked with somebody where I went, you know, I can't find anything sexy or hot or interesting about this guy. I can't do this. It's, it's never happened. Well, you don't work with Steve then, because I have that issue with him every day. If you had to work so with I could, Steve, yeah, then, then no. I'd have a different story. Is that what you're saying? I think so. Me? Don't you think Steve or not? <laughs> that's, that's not true at all. What do you mean? I think, I think Brandy would think I'm sexy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't, I don't think she would. Brady, what would you think if, if all right? We're gonna if send, we're crew, gonna send her headshots. We're gonna ha- send her headshots and, and let her rate. Sure, in, ahead, a, in a non-scene setting, if the crew just popped their shirt off to work because they were quote getting a little sweaty, would that be inappropriate? You think? That's what Steve does um, around here. It's it's not a problem for me. I don't have workplace mm, issues like that. Like I gotta say, in a lot of these you know stepdaughter scenes that you're in, 
Mm-hmm. You're, you're a very inappropriate stepmother. I have to say, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on with this house. I don't know what's going on with these dads. I mean, I'm, I'm buying in. There's no question because you get, you get to believe, but I mean, these, these girls sometimes are just looking for life advice and you really, it, it gets, it's, it's, I would say borderline inappropriate. I would say it's, it's incredibly inappropriate, <laughs> but I, I guess that, I guess that's the point. And apparently inappropriate is, is what's in right now. So, you know, what can I say? I don't, I, are your are your lesbian scenes more popular than your non lesbian scenes? Um, I would not. I, I I've never done the analytics on that, but honestly, I, have. I think that I've okay, spent hours I would on. Say them. no. Tell me if I'm. <laughs> I would <laughs> say. Tell me if I'm right. By the Kirk Minahan test, I would say. I would say yes. I'm a. I am a bigger. I. I for me, when I see a penis, I get it, it, it. Sort of takes me out of this out of the moment. I, I get a little confused. Mm. And he, it confuses you. Huh? Well, here's the well, here's the other thing. So, so, <laughs> hey, yeah, leave it alone. Do you need help? Do we need to do charts and graphs? Here it would help. Like, yes, what? yes. I need the birds okay. and the bees. Well, for me, when I watch these, like, so I still like the milf scenes, right? So when you're, so when your when your daughter's boyfriend comes by to visit, which is again, like, I don't know why the daughter's leaving the house if you're right. a mom, but fine, I'll buy in. So, like, <laughs> for scenes like that, I'm still watching it from the perspective of an 18 year old, even though. I'm as old as the fucking parent now. It's very, for my own issues. So I go through these own mental issues while I'm just trying to masturbate. You're just a boy. I can't even masturbate without thinking about this stuff. <laughs> yeah, you, you got to relax, I know man. I do. I know I do. I know I do. I know I do. It's, it's not. Speaking, speaking of MILF scenes, one just came out today. Perfect timing for Christmas. Ooh. MYLF. You okay. No MILF.com. Yes. And uh, I'm dressed up as a, as a, you know, Santa's naughty hoe. And, you know, Ooh. speak of step. Stepsons, I've got a couple of them. It gets a little out of control, so you might mm. want to check that out. I mean, you know, when you marry these guys in these scenarios, don't these don't, don't these when you know don't these dads say, "Geez, you know, leave the stepsons alone." I always wonder what happens after they never walk in. They never find out. <laughs> oh, I, I like. I that. always wonder if there's ever pushback in the writing because I've seen a scene yeah. where, <laughs> where you'll walk in to your uh, your son's college dorm room and he's not there, and all of a sudden you and the son are going at it. But I would think like this guy could walk back in at any moment. Do you ever? Take that into consideration. But but here's a serious question. Like, I've always, because you're really smart. Like, if you follow Brandy on Twitter, she's super smart, super politically active, doesn't take any shit from anybody. Like, do you look at a script and say, nope, this This is is fucking stupid? Like, or or, how does, do do you change the dialogue? I, I, you know, as much as in my head I'm saying this is fucking stupid, I'd never say that out loud because that could probably get me in trouble and it's offensive. (laughs) But but I even mean just, I mean, you've got cachet. Do you just say, hey, maybe I could try this or try that or. You know, we do. We do. Actually, on the spot, there have been times where myself and another actor or me and the director or just the director will look at us and go, you know what? Ah, not feeling this. And we go, you know what? We don't either. And we simply rewrite little parts. So, yeah, of course that happens, thankfully. But I've never had a script right down right went, no, uh, you know, I'm not I'm not doing that. And, and the reason would be he, the, the scenarios can be crazy. Obviously, these aren't my stepchildren. Obviously, they're not my kids. That's not ruin um, it for me. Yeah, don't ruin, don't ruin the moment yeah. for us, for Christ's sakes. Jesus. <laughs> Thanks now. for ruining my Christmas, Brady. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I know. I, right, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, you know, I have to say that because sometimes you know, it, people get a little confused. Sure. But the whole concept of it is fantasy, kind of like going to a strip club. It's fantasy. It's the tease. It's the idea. It's the one place you can let your brain go and let it go into those taboos and do the things that you view the things that you think about, but no, you, sh- you won't do. And that's the whole point. So sometimes I'll read a script and my, my skin will crawl and I'll go, oh my God. And then I remind myself, it's not about you. It's about creating the fantasy. This is hot. You're an actor. 
And that's what allows me to get into the scenarios. If the makeup was done properly uh-huh. uh, and you looked the part, which would take a lot of makeup, and a lot of work, would you be willing to play Elizabeth Warren and have sex with a Joe Biden and like a pornographic Democratic candidate film? Oh, my God, but that's so not hot. Uh, but uh, there's something for everyone. Well, with you, just, it could be, Brent. That's but, the thing. Yeah, if, you could, uh, if, you, if you could pull it off, I mean, that, that, if you could make Elizabeth Warren hot, that would be the greatest acting performance in history. It would blow anything Daniel Day-Lewis has ever done away. It would be the greatest acting performance of all time. I'm challenging you to do that right now. Hey, if somebody if somebody will write the script and shoot it, I'd be willing. <laughs> Did you, oh I think Mike will do it. Well, speaking of scripts that I've written... Oh, you wrote something? <laughs> well, last time we talked, oh, right. we discussed a plot line where I'm a young blind man, and she's sort of my aide, my helper. We did, we right. did. I yes. love that script. I really like that one. Well, there's been a wrinkle thrown in by kind of the minifan world that I wonder if you'd okay. be okay with. How do you feel about incest? <laughs> Have you seen porn lately? Who do you think you're talking to, you idiot? <laughs> <laughs> well, because a lot of Minifans fans would want you to play my mother. Well, Mike's scene. Mike's mom is, and this is sort of a recurring thing on the show. She, you would like her. She is hot. She looks like she kind of looks like Marissa Tomei. Oh, the, oh my god! Nice. Very, yeah, we'll send her. We'll send her a picture uh, if you oh. want, Steve. Yes, that's Mike's mom. <laughs> okay. uh, very, oh. very attractive woman. So maybe Brandy and Mike's mom would just do a scene together. You can watch. Ah, uh, maybe. You know, oh, if the, that's <laughs> a good twist. Okay. I don't know. It's like for my own for my own enjoyment, maybe. I don't, I don't want to see Mike around there, but who knows? But I, there's something to the. Have you done scenes? A lot of scenes where you're blindfolded or no? Uh one. I don't literally really, only one. I don't really get that. That doesn't do much for me. I, I myself don't even get it. Right? I, yeah, I, I don't. I don't really get it. I don't. I don't I, but wait, wait, wait. So if you were blindfolded hmm. and all of a sudden you felt hands. Not one, not two, maybe three or four, maybe five, six. Mm, and they f- all had fingernails, so you weren't freaking out thinking, oh, my God, it's a dude's hand, because that's probably where your brain would <laughs> I'm, go. I'm open-minded, but, you, but go ahead. Okay, so you feel you feel all of that tactile sensation, and it, it feels amazing, and people are whispering in your ear, and they're touching you from your head to your toe all at the same time. You don't think that's hot, not being able to see them, but just feel it and focus on the tactile? Really? I don't know what they look like. Yeah, I, don't I, don't know. Know. I don't know what they look like. Uh, that makes me nervous. I don't know. All right, all right. We really need to work on your guys' imagination. Like, well, that's what we're here more for. Shy, yeah. That's what we're here for. <laughs> I got, yeah, I suppose. Oh I guess. Uh, are you in the Are you in the Northeast? Are you coming to Boston or New York or anything soon? We're, we're going to get you in the studio at some point. I would love that. I think we would have so much fun. I'll make the trip. I told you this before. I'll make the trip just for you. I don't have to be going there. I'll come there for you. Listen to that, Steve. Huh? I mean, mm. it's, it's the best. It's the best. Uh, how, how, have you been watching and paying attention to Did you watch the debate last night at all or no? <laughs> no. no, I actually, I, 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 uh, I can only take so much. So I'd either start drinking heavily or, you know, something bad could happen. So I, I didn't get too into it. What's the, oh, go ahead, Mike. Will you say something? I was going to ask how closely she pays attention to the impeachment stuff or do you not really care about Oh, she's into it. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I totally care. I, I'm, I'm really into it. And the reality is, it's just, in, in, in my opinion, it's a really sad state affairs and, the tactics on the left are terrifying to me because they're very Stalin-esque and they've proven that they can go after anybody for any reason and destroy their lives and they've done nothing wrong. So that's a little frightening, but I don't, I honestly, to my core, don't believe this is going anywhere. I believe the Senate's going to come in and smack them in the face and go acquitted. We're good to go. But they have to do what they have to do. They're desperate. 2020 is around the corner and they got nothing. Have you ever thought about doing a scene where you're just like a really, really out uh, MAGA pro-Trump conservative woman? Oh my God, I'd do it in a heartbeat. It but unfortunately, 
It's, it's not hot. Well, it could be hot, but I mean, what's the setup? She's, what's the setup? She's just standing there by know. herself. I think she's she's lecturing the class about uh, top no, marginal no, tax no, no, rates. No, 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 no. I got conservatism is no, sexy. No. She's leaning Jesus into this one. Christ, how, she's how, wearing how, a MAGA hat. How, how anti-sexual are you? She's no. wearing ma- a MAGA hat. Maybe no. it, maybe well, it takes place. Like, maybe is, they're they're building a wall no. down on the southern border and no, they're this sweaty is, this and they is, need to take a break. This is what I want. This is what would work. Okay, young a young a young female. Uh, is on her first couple of days in the job is like uh, working for the Trump re-election campaign in mm. some local office. And her boss comes in and it's Brandy. And the girl's like, oh, I don't know. My boyfriend left me. And Brandy's like, well, I mean, there are ways to make that feel better. And she's like, I've never done this before. No, and then we're off to the race. <laughs> yeah. now, done. And that's, you know, when it, when it comes to politics, I think because people are so incredibly divided that it's better to, instead of wearing a hat like that or pushing pushing what you're for, Let's just be patriotic. Let's just wear red, white, blue, and go for it. Damn right. Amen. Yeah, but liberals hate patriotism. Jesus. Well, that's their Shut problem. <laughs> you know, find another country to live in. <laughs> yeah. Is the, is, is the, do you think overall the your industry is more Republican than Democrat because it's basically independent workers? It's not, you know, it, it, people kind of making their own living, or, or is that not the case? I don't have, again, I don't have those numbers, but from what I feel when I'm on set, and, and basically we shoot a lot in L.A., and we know that the oh, right. the California in general is liberal, so I think there's there's more of a Democratic liberal vibe in the industry, but, um, and it's, it's crazy, because some of the conversations we have, how can you be a conservative in the porn? The reality is, there hasn't been one Republican president that's ever banned or hurt the adult industry. On the contrary, again, if you read my Twitter, you're going to find that I get attacked by the left far more often than the right, which makes no sense to me because in general on the left you have feminists, and yet I'm one of the most empowered women doing one of the most empowering jobs, making an incredible living. So why attack me? It makes no sense. So I don't know. I just uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say about all that. The only thing I can say is I take comfort and that both sides don't like me. That's true. Uh, but but you know, we're in this weird, we, we talked about this, I'm sure we talked about it last time, we talk about it all the time. We're in this world now where, like you just said, liberals, we, we, we played sound from this podcast earlier this week where this woman attacked, <laughs> attacked Megyn Kelly uh, okay. for, you know, that movie's coming out. And she basically said that, you know, these Fox women knew what they were getting into because they wore skirts. Like, it's very easy. You can attack Republican women all day. Sarah Palin, whoever you want, there's no ramifications. But if you go after a liberal woman, well, you're going to catch shit like you can't believe. This double standard is bizarre, and I'm not sure why it exists and if it's going to end. Oh, thank you for bringing that up. And, man, I could not agree more. If you can dish it out, you need to be able to take it. And that is just – can you imagine if we picked on people um, on, on the left, like they've picked on Kavanaugh, Flynn, and Page? No proof, but have destroyed these people's lives for absolutely no reason other than they hate the president. I, if, if if we went after people, just picked people out of the left and just said, you, you, you are going to destroy your life because we want to, it would be hell to pay. And you're so right. I don't get the double standard. I just don't. I mean, what's good for the goose is good for the gander, but that's just not how it's playing out. Can I give you a nickel's worth of free advice? Sure. Okay. So you look great. You obviously stay in shape. You eat right. You do what you have to do. Do not, I'm telling you, do not ruin yourself. I'm sure you've done some surgical stuff. God knows we all need to do that to look good. I get that. Don't fall into the Nancy Pelosi trap. I don't want you at 80 years old looking like that. Okay, please. please. You, you, you don't want to have sex with a crypt keeper? Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> Just don't, 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 you know, you, you look great. Don't fall into that trap. That's my, that's my only advice. I'll take that advice and I appreciate it. And I, I could not agree with you more. I, I was born the way I look, whether I'd like to change things or not. I just try to keep what I've got 
like you said, young and tight, and that's it. No, no, the only surgeries I've ever had are on my boobs, and that's pretty obvious. But other than that, I go the holistic route. Yeah, but I mean, is it you know, is that a uh, do you? I get yeah, again, you're probably past that point. But at any point in your career, did you get pressured by people to have surgeries or change this or change that or no? No, never. Honestly, never by people, but by myself. You know, right. when you're when you're shot in 4K, you watch yourself age on the daily, and you have to really keep your. You know, you got to keep your wits about you and remember, look, you're you are aging. It's okay. Embrace it. Don't try to keep up with the 20 year olds. So. It's it's more of a personal thing than it is a pressure from the industry. Yeah, fuck the twenty year olds. There's, there's a good market for like I, me personally. I don't want to watch some twenty year old girl have sex. It's it's I feel old watching that. I like yeah, I it's like gross. I'm just saying I'm I'm, I'm forty five <laughs> years old. It's weird. I mean, it could be it's my could be right, my right. daughter's age. Understand. I I like the I like the brandy loves of the world. I stand with the brandy loves of the world. That's oh, that's thank that's, God. I feel very fortunate. I appreciate. <laughs> oh, but that. you know really, you have a I huge really you know you have a huge fan base of perverts like me who love that. I mean, there's no. And I am I am so lucky. I have the best fan base ever. And because of what you just said, I mean, the demographic goes from 18 to 88. It really does. But I think my core my core fan base is right around the same age as me, which is awesome because we in general have so much in common. And you're not slowing down. There's no retirement coming up. You're going to keep working. I I love what I do. Why would I quit? Excellent. Any anything else to promote coming up or Um absolutely. Well, we've got the mill scene coming out today. Right. I okay. I don't know if you guys have seen Paparazzi. It's the scene that a, a movie that I shot when I was in Prague. I got to work with some European directors and companies sinfulxxx.com. Unbelievable. It is it's erotic art. It's not porn. Now that may turn you off. It's hardcore, but it is hot. What do you mean hardcore? Guys- what's what's the difference? Well, in general, when I think about hardcore in the word porn, you think about just wide open gonzo sex. Sure. This erotica, it's it's a slow tease. Men and women can totally watch it together, and women are going to find it as hot as men. It's about lighting. It's about the buildup. It's about sensuality. Yet, it's still visually hardcore. You, I mean, you see all the good stuff. So, I find it, I've never shot anything like it. It's an absolute first. So, Hopefully, people will take to that and enjoy it, and I'll get invited back. Um, obviously, you guys need to get to Pornhub, search Brandy Love, yep. all sorts of new goodies for Christmas. And, of course, Snap Brandy. Y'all want to get my private Snap. 2020 is going to be an outrageous year. Do you ever like, – are you like uh, anybody else? You know, I, I'll listen to something, a clip of mine, and think, oh, I sounded dumb there. I said something stupid or an athlete talks about it. Do you watch your scenes when you're done and, and criticize and say, oh, like, like, oh, I should have done this here or this didn't look good or this move wasn't right or this didn't seem natural? Are you or do you just shoot them done and never watch them again? When it comes to listening to interviews, I say stupid shit all the time. So well, I try not to listen to them, but I can learn from them when it comes to my scenes. Yeah, I, honestly, I don't because I was there in the moment. I got to live it. I already shot it. It was awesome. I fear that if I watch them. I'll criticize myself and, and I won't have sex the way I naturally have sex, but I'll start thinking of all oh, that looks stupid or you got a, you got a fat roll when you did that position. Uh, uh-uh, I'm not going there. So <laughs> hmm. I, I don't, I don't watch my own scenes. We were doing so we, the other day we went to uh, tube galore. Just and, and there are some, I mean, look, I'm uh, whatever, as long as everyone's on board, it's legal. Everyone's consensual. Do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, there are certain course. categories where I'm like, these fucking people are so fucked up. We watched a woman the other day rectal urinate exam. and then drink her own oh, yeah, piss. Or, yeah, these, these rectal exams or these, like, uh, are, are, are there scenes where you get offered where you say, I just can't, like, I, I, I'm just not fucking, I, I can't do that. I'm not doing it. 
You know, Kirk, it's so funny. I think because I've been in the industry the duration that I have, and that when I came in to the industry, I already had a solid foundation. I came from a corporate background. I'm I'm a solid marriage. I right. know who I'm lucky. I knew who I was when I entered the industry. I know what I like. And I, I set out from the beginning to do just that, only things that I would do in my personal life. And because of that duration that I've been in the industry, I don't get shit like that. Never, like no. Directors don't even, they don't even propose it. And I, I guess, in, in a way, I'm lucky. But if I ever wanted to get, you know, go outside the box, I'd literally have to say, hey, anyone want to shoot me doing X, Y, Z? Because they don't ask. Right. Do you have any idea where that and, comes from? That Like why people would want to watch a rectal exam or drink urine or anything like that? You know, this goes this goes back to what I believe in so strongly, which is freedom of speech. First Amendment shit, man. I don't want to watch it. You don't want to watch it. But we shouldn't be telling other oh, people never, what they well, want to watch. Of course not. You know? No, yeah. Where but, it comes from, dude, I don't even want to think about that. It's all, you, know, you know, it's like everything else. It's a, it's a, all about how you were fucking raised. Yeah. Something like your dad was mean to you one day. Your mom did something. So all of a sudden, you know. Four, 30 no, years later, you want to masturbate to friggin' some guy getting his rectal exam. No, it's a good question. Or maybe they had a rectal exam and got a boner, and that's it. It's stuck in their brain that sticking things in your butt gives you a heart on. Yeah. Who knows where it comes from? But I'm with you. I don't want to watch it. It doesn't do it for me. But I'm thankful that it, it's out there for those who want to see it. As long as it's legal, I, like you guys, I don't care. I used to work with a guy who was into like nine-month pregnancy porn. <laughs> And that, oh, that to me cute. is like, I know, but I'm like, I mean, the fucking mom is like crowning. I'm like, it is, I, I couldn't, have you ever been in a lesbian uh-uh. scene with a pregnant woman? No, I can't say that I have, but I'm, I'm with you in that it doesn't do much for me because on personally, women that are pregnant are sexy. They're, I think they're sure, beautiful. They they're look sexy, great. But, but for me, it's like, um, a private moment. You're growing a life inside you. It's, I'm looking at her like, oh my God, protect her and just cradle her, wrap her in blankies and feed her whatever she wants to eat, not like ravage her, her pussy. That's, I'm thinking, oh my God, what if the baby reaches down and grabs it? And that's, that's that, you know? <laughs> Obviously that can't happen, but I'm with you. The visual's a little off for me. <laughs> All right, well, I'm sure, so you're, yeah, if you're in town, whatever, you know, promote, let us know. We'll, we'll, we'll catch up with you, uh, I hope soon next year. We'll be, we're going to be around, so uh, oh, any, yeah, anytime you want. Something. All right. We got to do something really early. I really appreciate your guys' call. And uh, of course. for those of you, just real quick, for sure, those sure, of sure. you who did watch the Matt Walsh and follow that and understand what's going on there, I would highly recommend um, watching Penn and Teller's bullshit. It's called The War on Porn. I, I happen to be on it. I know, shameless plug. That's fine. But for people interested in the details of what's happening, this is a few years ago, but what's happening between you know, studies and how porn affects society and all the things that Matt was talking about, I highly recommend you watch it. It'll give you a tremendous amount of intel. The other thing about that when it, just talking to him is this idea that, let's just say you, you snapped your fingers and porn went away tomorrow. The mm-hmm. idea that, that people wouldn't find ways to do that or look for different kinds of pornography and that if people had their own obviously existing sexual issues that they would go away yeah. as well. It's just fucking, it's just, it's silly. It's silly. Before we play that third interview with Brandy Love, I can't believe I forgot to tell this funny little side story involving Brandy and the KMS universe. So now producer of the Kirk Minahan show, but then back then interim producer producer slash handler of the KMS Instagram account 
but is not being paid to do so. Dave Colonane was doing his best to keep that Brandy Love Kirk Minahan show connection alive. And I found a very funny blog written by Steve Robinson on BarstoolSports.com from 8-30-2019 titled Insane Minifan DMs Brandy Love to Promote Minahan's Instagram During Birth of Second Child. Steve goes on to write, Kirk Minahan is the king of the crazies. His former producer, who was fired by lying to Alan Dershowitz, turned intern producer, turned pro bono Instagram manager, maybe at the top of the list after melting down on social media while a second child was being born. This man was literally rage tweeting, lining up Instagram cross promotions with Brandy Love, and hustling sales calls while he was in the delivery room. He's in the delivery room. His wife is panting through some Lamaze techniques and shrieking. Meantime, he's DMing with MILF goddess Brandy Love about a cameo video to get Kirk a thousand IG followers. Keep in mind, this man who is not actually on Barstool's payroll, he negotiated with Kirk for the right to run his Instagram for free. All he wants is a little respect, damn it. So to shorten that up, Dave... His wife is giving birth, and Dave is posting on the Instagram a, sh- a contest with the Minifans where Brandy Love will give a shout-out to a Minifan, and all you have to do is follow the KMS Instagram account and tag three friends in the post. So say what you want about Dave. I'm a calling in guy, and, and that's example 3,000 why. I mean, just the guy, the salesman never quits in him. But we'll move on to the third interview with Brandy now. This interview happens in the sort of peak of Corona. It's March 24th, 2020. And the title of the KMS episode is We Are the World, which if you remember, if you listened to KMS back then, was when all the Minifans and Kirk sang the We Are The World song that Gal Gadot and the other actors and actresses and Hollywood people thought was going to revolutionize and bring the world together, only to be laughed at and mocked on Twitter and the internet. And I I understand back back in the beginning of Corona and everything that was going on in the world that politics and everything surrounding the virus and the shutting down was everything was heightened so I kind of get and in this third and actual final interview with Brandy you can kind of see where that all just and I mentioned it before the second interview her brain is absolutely just broken now um she definitely comes off not like a crazy person, definitely, definitely right wing, definitely all the way right, which is not really fun for anyone. And this is admittedly, I think Kirk would maybe even admit it, and he, he probably has. This was definitely not, this definitely felt different than her other two interviews. There wasn't as much playfulness in this one. There was just, it was all seriousness and... And not really the tone of what the show had become at that point. 
to be honest, if you've listened to the full two interviews before, this is maybe the one to kind of hit the 30 every now and then if you kind of get bored. Because like I said, there's a lot of corona talk, and now that we're friggin' approaching three years later, I was kind of rolling my eyes listening to it as well. But I like to play everything for people to get the full story. So if you haven't heard it, listen to it. And if you have, skip ahead a little if you want. But here's that third interview with Brandy Love. Voice, jeez. I like Bruce, does it? I know. With my velvety smooth speaking pipes, you'd think I could sing a little bit. Hold a note a little bit. Did you hear, did you hear Stevie Wonder, Bruce Springsteen sing and wonder which one was... Good morning. Hey, Brandy. This is Steve Ooh. from the Kirk Minahan Show. You're live to tape. Hi, Steve. Hello, Brandy. How are you? I'm doing great. Yeah. Sorry, we were just, uh, my, my sidekick here, Blind Mike Geary and I are, are, one of our listeners is doing a reenactment of We Are the World and we're playing certain characters. And Mike, <laughs> <laughs> I know that sounds perfectly normal. And Mike is it's blind. totally normal, Mike, you know. Mike is blind, so he's playing Stevie Wonder. I love Bruce, so I'm playing Bruce. We played the sound and Mike didn't know which one Stevie Wonder was. Is that right or no? I couldn't quite tell. There's a little, it's muddled audio. They kind of sound, they sound very different. I know that. Well, I don't know. So how are things going with you? I, I, I'm just still in shock over the conversation that started this morning. But I, <laughs> Did you expect anything else? I mean, you, you, actually, no, that's fair. That's totally fair. So um, I, you know, yeah, go, no, good. I, uh, you said, how am I doing? I'm doing good. All things considered. I, I can't complain. Well, so Steve and I have sort of babbled a little bit. My, the producer you just spoke to, you know, Steve, I'm, uh-huh. I think I am almost right in the middle of you and Steve, a threesome that I would never want to participate in. Not because of you, <laughs> God knows. <laughs> But uh, but but Steve is like on the on the super panic side of coronavirus. I think you're on the other side. I'm somewhere in the middle. Am I overstating? That? I mean, I am I. You, I mean, you think it's serious, but you think it's being overblown. Is that a correct way of painting it, or no? I, I definitely think we should take it seriously. Look, any any illness of this magnitude needs to be considered serious. I just think that. Um, the media is fucking us all up, to be honest with you. I well, think see, a- we, Brandy and I agree. We both agree that the media has been reprehensible throughout this entire thing. Oh, yeah. it's absolutely disgusting. Mm-hmm. But I also think, and I don't know if you guys do, but I absolutely believe there's a political agenda to all of this, which makes me even more sick. Well, well, I think, but, I, but, but I think I, I do agree with you, but I think it is unfortunately now. And like, so I love, there's nothing I like better than reading partisan stuff on, on issues, whether it's on one side or the other. But when it's stories like this, like, I find, like, the, the extreme left and the left is doing this because they're trying to fuck Trump over. They want him to win. I totally agree with that. But yet, at the same time, the extreme right, I find, I find you can't find the truth on, on there either right now when it comes to this stuff. So when I read any story, I, I don't know which way is up on this thing. Well, this is one of those situations where I, I agree with you. It's almost, and I hate to use the word comical because nothing about this is funny, but watching these buffoons on TV try to explain to us anything is a total joke right now because I agree with you. They're both lying. Well, I do but, think I do think that Harvey Weinstein getting it is actually funny. You can say that's comical. Uh, you know what? You want you want you want to dive deeper in that rabbit hole? Think about this. So you know Epstein. Oh, somehow I don't know how it happened. It's just so weird that he just died in his, randomly, in his jail random, cell. randomly died. Yep. He randomly dealt, died. Well, you know that these two have something in common with one another. Now, all of a sudden, this guy's got coronavirus. It seems like an awfully good uh, Ooh, alibi for his Ooh, checkout. Bingo, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I, like it. I, am, I am on board with that conspiracy theory. <laughs> how does it affect, what happens. <laughs> how, how does it affect your business? 
Well, it definitely does. You know, a lot of people in my industry are just like every industry. They're hurting. You know, there's things we can't do that we count on for our financial welfare. But um, fortunately, I feel very fortunate that though we're hit, you know, people are nervous. They don't want to spend money. I get it. But being able to jump online on OnlyFans, Brandy underscore love, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> live funny. cam and some of these different ways that we have to make money, we I'm staying afloat. You know, you just got to hustle. You just got to hustle. I'm just thankful that there's those opportunities. So you guys haven't seen a boom in your online traffic with everyone who's just staying home jerking off? Well, there's there's definitely a boom. And the thing is with, with things like OnlyFans, it's very affordable, you know, four or five bucks a month. And you have access to things. And then if you want more like customs or private chats, you can do all those. So it's like a buffet. Choose what you want. Don't buy what you don't. So it's, it's really an affordable way to pass the time, if you will. Um, so yes, there's a huge boom, but other things that maybe cost more, those things are declining. And I totally understand why you got to save your money for your family, for your mortgage, for sure. food, you know, those weird things that we have to yes. deal with. I, I don't think I could get into these coronavirus, like parody porn things that I've seen floating around. That's just not. You've uh, seen? I, no, I don't okay, wait a minute. I haven't What's even that? seen this. What, what are you talking about? Talk about that quickly. Oh, I've seen a couple. You see, New York Post had a story a couple of days ago. Like people were just like, basically it's like homemade stuff you know like scenes like with where, a mask on oh, yeah God. like these I, I don't when you get a mask and like doctors and nurses that's never been i don't know that's that's you haven't you haven't played a nurse much have you i have a couple times yeah it was pretty awesome actually really i don't remember those <laughs> yeah, performances i have to go back and take a look yeah one of them was on brazzers yeah i remember oh. that one i think i had a sidekick nurse the two wow. of us yeah it was, it was a thing i told you just before i watched it again the other day a couple weeks ago when your first one of the uh not first times we talked that scene um, with the girlfriend, uh, your sister, and it was one of your first black performances, I believe. Is that correct? Was this, are you talking about the one for Black Draw with Corey Chase? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Oh, that. no, 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 no. I know which one you're talking the about. One with the one yeah, we've talked about yeah, this before. Yeah. That fucking sister's yeah. the stupidest character in movie history. The fucking dummy. Thanks. She just Thank leaves. God. I mean, you're sitting there basically naked. You're like, basically, you know, you're, you're bending over and, you're, and your sister's like, yeah, he, she's going to go to the mall. I'm like, well, she's going to regret. This is the decision she's going to regret. Only if she finds out. That's true. That's a good point. That is one thing I always worry about when I'm watching Brandy is that a lot of times it's like uh, her son's friend is over and the son mm-hmm. goes out for 15 minutes. Don't you ever think like he's going to be coming back soon? Like, well, we occasionally, gotta, we gotta well, 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 occasionally, if I may, Brandy, occasionally. The stepdaughter does show up again, and guess what happens? A twosome becomes a threesome. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And they're always willing me, to do let it. Let me you know? ease your guys' stress because I do not want you guys stressed out when you watch my Thank porn. You. I want the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. So stress free watching. They don't find out, and if they do, I promise you, they're cool with it. All right. Okay. Let's go. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Jeez, really, God. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm trying to help. <laughs> don't think I've ever got to the end of one of the videos. So. Oh, wow. Look at Steve. Wow. You don't know the ending. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 uh, bizarre. To, so like, you don't even think about, you know, what's funny is like, so your business is kind of, you know, I think will be safe to some extent, but the real movie business themselves, real, you know, they're completely fucked. Like, I don't know. There's certain businesses that I think will recover and be fine. I do wonder if the motion picture business was already hurting. I wonder if yeah, there's a certain no amount of people who are just, now they're going to start changing the system. You know, you see these movies now. Uh, my son, Harry, watched Onward the other night. They released it right to, to on demand. He would have seen that in the theaters. 
And for him now, he's like, well, I'd rather watch it on demand now. It's a, it's a, yeah. and, I love going, and I love going to the movies. So it's, See, it's one of those art forms that I, I fear for our younger generations they are going to miss out on because everything's gone so high tech people. This is just the first step to keeping our asses home as if we weren't already becoming homebodies and less social. Now it's going to go to like astronomical levels. And that, that bums me out. Cause I was raised in a time when neighbors knew each other, kids played outside and I just keep watching that America disappear. And it, it does kind of suck. But don't you get the, we talked to us before. I've said this too. I do get the feeling like we, we always use this example before the Joker movie came out. I think the media basically were rooting for a mass shooting from the Joker movie. Now I think the media, Ugh. the media is rooting. The media is rooting now for death. I mean, they're rooting for death with this coronavirus. They want people to die. They want the story to get bigger and bigger. I mean, I don't even think that's disputable. Also, Steve, too. He's rooting for death as well. Not I'm not rooting for death way, at all. In a different way. But yeah, I mean, I, I, you get the sense the media is just, just waiting, waiting, waiting to pounce. Well, for the media, it's good for ratings, which is yeah. really disturbing to think that, you know, journalists and media channels and the people behind those media channels, hey, this is great for ratings. Who cares about what's happening to the average American? Screw them. This is fabulous. And then there's a the whole other aspect, like we were just talking about. If our economy crashes, sure, certain people will enjoy blaming the president, which is a total fucking joke. But then there's the other half that, you know, the elite, if you will, I call them the globalists, who are going to sit back and go, oh, look, now they're all dependent on us. And they've got that Joker-esque face tapping their fingers going, finally, they're dependent and we can control them. That's what it feels like to me. That's the sad movie playing in my head. Well, I also think that better. there's uh, just rating apart from the ratings. There's an element of just trying to prop up the Democrat Party, like what they're seeing with the recovery bill that they passed. No, Brandy's Don't been following it. The, the New York Times <laughs> oh, is just yeah, fucking Pelosi embarrassing Pelosi. right now. She's a real heroine. This Pelosi. Wow. What a fabulous woman. I think she's the she devil. But, you know, if, if you think if, that, if this is supposed to prop up the Democratic Party, who the hell is going to want to be a Democrat? Who's going to want, I mean, I feel bad for it. We need, we need the party and you're, we're sitting here watching it collapse. All this shit's going to backfire. All these games they're playing are going to absolutely backfire like everything else they've done. And Pelosi, I, I don't even know what to say about what she just did. It's, it's horrifying, honestly. More, oh, go ahead, Steve. Please, Steve, go ahead. Brandy, have Robinson you done, Report, Brandy Love, go ahead. Have you done any, uh, <laughs> have you done any stockpiling of goods for the, for the pandemic? You know, I, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I don't, I, I'm not into the stockpiling because I'm not, I'm not, I'm by far I'm not a saint, but I, I do believe in taking what we need and leaving a, a normal amount for other people. So no, I didn't go in and hoard toilet paper or frozen pizzas or anything like that. The only thing I did do is buy an extra, you know, five gallon thing of water, made a bunch of soups and put them in a freezer. So I have nutrition in case, you know, all hell breaks it up loose and we don't get out of our homes for two months. And, you know, I don't, that's about it. That's about it. Plenty, I've of, plenty of firearms. Oh, I've got yeah. I've, I'm stocked. I just bought. You know that is true. Okay, that's not fair. I did stockpile ammo. See, Kirk doesn't have a gun. He doesn't think he needs one. Well, I didn't say that. I <laughs> I am not. I am not a gun. I am. I am all for the Second Amendment. You're not I, a gun person. Yeah, I'm not a gun person. But I have no. I have no. I have no anger toward her. You can have guns. I'm a gun. I'm a Second Amendment guy, but I'm just not a gun you person. You don't want one. Yeah, yeah I'm just totally not comfortable understand. with it. I'm a hell of a gun. Totally times. I'm a hell of a good shot, but I don't. Yeah, I don't have. I don't have a gun. Yes, I'm, I'm an operating gun. What well, is a brand? So, like, are you going? Like, for me, like, you know, I'll, I'll go out with the kids for walks. I went for my run before the show this morning. We're doing the show in the studio, but then I pretty much stay home. What's the Brandy Love day now? Like during this, is it is it significantly different? Are you staying inside all day? 
Well, it's significantly different in that I'm 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 really spending a lot more time online managing the companies and businesses and things I can do to, to earn money. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like morning morning coffee, go for a walk, go down I have thank God I have a gym in the basement, go get in about a forty five minute workout, uh, to break up the day. And then literally, yeah, it's it's uh scouring the web for some interesting articles that might actually hold some truth, sharing said articles, watching some Amazon or Netflix, and uh, usually busting open a bottle of wine around 536. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard the theory a lot that people think there's going to be a big baby boom in nine months because everyone's inside fucking right now. But I think, well, like, I think couples are going to get sick of each other. What do you think? Well, I don't question, know. Right? I, hope, I hope they're having sex. I think... I think some couples might find out they're renewing their relationship and it's better because they're forced to deal with shit and, and spend more time naked. I've been joking on my Instagram, but you know, <laughs> I've been posting for PS condoms, which I'm a huge fan of because of their quality. Mm-hmm. I keep posting these things, guys, seriously, swipe up and go there. They come in 24 packs, use them so that our hospitals aren't inundated with babies in nine months. So just saying, let's be smart. Fuck all you want. Just do it smart. <laughs> If you had, to, if, if I put the, if I put one of your own guns to your head, which I would never do because I love you, if you had to predict the number of men who have masturbated to your videos, what would you say it is? Is it in the millions? I would say it's in the millions. Me oh, myself, definitely. it's like three hundred thousand times. So I would say it's yeah. in the millions. It's gotta be no. Well, our videos all have millions of views, right? That's well, true. That's true. That's know, true. That's a good if point. We're right? look at, if we're gonna look at statistics and, and look at Pornhub's numbers, it's saying that I have eight hundred forty-two million views. That is, so, the, that is the I, that is the Pacific Ocean filled <laughs> with semen. I I don't know. Well, we don't know. If, well, see, this is very subjective because we don't know how many people finish. We don't know how many are doing an edge in denial. We don't know how many actually just perusing what? and yeah. Sometimes because yeah, sometimes you've seen well, and sometimes it could be you know it could be couples. It could be multiple guy people watching five or six times. Could I guess just be academic. Where's it's a good point. Where are, are you? Where are you ranked on that? And that on that list. I, I think right now I'm number seven. Who's number one? Who the fuck is ahead of you? Uh, Mia Khalifa's been number one for like five years. Yeah. I'm not sure what's up with that. Yes. But, no you know, I've got like no thanks. Mia, Mia Malkova and Riley Reed are ahead of me, which is freaking, I'm in great company. Look, I'm in great company. I'm very cool with all this. <laughs> Brandy, what do you think of Stormy Daniels? Um, I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> I, I mean, oh, just I mean, you're a big Trump supporter, and she seems question, Steve. Why don't you ask another question <laughs> look, four look, years ago? Obviously, obviously, she's not. Obviously, I am. I mean, there's some people in our industry, like Julia Ann, and I couldn't have more different political views, but I love her as a person. I respect her as a performer. Somebody's political views don't decipher whether or not I like them or not. Any issues I would have with Stormy would be about how things were handled, not about her views. How about how about as a person? She's yeah. lovely. I mean, I when I talk to her and I've been around her, she's she's amazing. But as far as how things went handled, eh, that's a different story. How about this? Julianne's a big uh, Julianne is a big liberal. When everything's done, everyone can get within six feet of each other. The two of you do like a Mary Matlin, James Carville kind of scene where you're both working for different candidates, but you wind up you know having a lesbian scene like on the during the debate thing or something. Mm-hmm. I'm just throwing. I'm just throwing. Listen, I'm just. I'm just pitching one. That's. Uh, I'm just spitballing right here. You know, I'm, I, I can make this kind of stuff happen. No problem. That movie was made. It's called The Candidate. Well, I know, but I'm saying is, they, is if but I don't think the two of them had sex with each other, did they? 
me and Julia Ann had sex together. You did? This is a real movie? Oh, no. This. this is embarrassing, like, I'm not Kirk. joking. It's, it's a real movie. And the, you know what's the best I thought you were talking about the one like Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis. I was like, wait a minute. Those two fucked in that movie? I missed I swear it. to God. I swear to God. It's real. And the best part was is they, it, it was hard at first, but then I embraced it. I thought it was really cool to, to take the different perspective. I played Ooh, the is. Democratic. I was the Democratic candidate. Ooh. Oh. oh, Brie Daniels is in this movie as well? Uh, yeah, there, it, it's a huge. It was a huge movie. It was awesome. Oh, it see, was I'm, amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm more of an individual scene as opposed to the motion picture itself. I'm going to watch. I this. totally understand. <laughs> Two thousand. You, so you're Jen Hanlon in this film. That's correct. Wow, you're about to scandal. The Democratic erupts. candidate. <laughs> Look at this, Jesus! Look at these. Oh, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. There it is. All right, I'll watch that. <laughs> I'll watch it. Fine. You talked me into it. You talked me into it. What do you What do you think of like what What is your take on these people who? you know, are celebrities for other things, but then just jump into porn randomly and like, oh, I'll try porn. And they do a couple of scenes. Like, you, you know, um, we've seen like them all over. The, the girl who was sexting with Anthony Weiner. Oh, Sydney no. Levers. Yeah, 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 people like that. You know, I don't blame people for having the curiosity. I, I'm in, I've been in the industry 16 years and I, I am one that absolutely loves the career choice I made. So it's when I see people do that, there's a piece of me that goes, yeah, I don't blame them. It's, it's something that a lot of people are curious about. Like a strip club, when you're, You've got a girlfriend or a wife that's always ripping on the strip club. Inside, they're actually going, God, I wonder what that's like. It's a natural, a natural curiosity. But they, he, he, my guess is it's just for a quick paycheck. When you bounce in for one or two scenes, somebody gave you a big fat paycheck, and then you walk away and go, oh, I didn't know what I was doing because you can't handle the backlash. Uh, I don't know. I mean, did they stick with it, or did they just put out like one or two? Right. Yeah, that's a thing. You know, so, yeah. The one or two is a big paycheck and somebody was backing up because nobody shoots one porn and goes, oh, I, I guess it's not for me. It's, it's not worth it. You know, a paycheck like that. That's ridiculous. Would you be willing to uh, we've been lately because, you know, we, we're, we're we tape this every day, but we've got so many crazy fans. Would you be willing to take a couple of phone calls from the fans? We'll, we'll, they'll keep it classy. I promise. Try. All right, let's give it a try. I'm sure these these male Minifans fans will be very classy to Brandy as we take Steve. Your fans are amazing. I love it. Your fans are fantastic. They're completely insane, but yes, we do love them. <laughs> take, take, Steve, tweet it out the, to ask any questions for uh, Brandy Love. Tweet that out, and we'll get some uh, we'll get some uh, some responses. Mike, you got anything for Brandy? Oh uh, well, the last time she was on, we asked her about uh, the rectal exams and other videos oh, like God. that <laughs> that we were looking into. Has there been any further interest? You didn't seem interested at the time. No, she, that's, she's that. famously not. She doesn't do that. She's disappointing, Brandy. No, yeah, no, you know, I, I think I think the conversation we had last time led me to having a conversation with my butthole, where it basically went, mm-hmm, yeah, not uh, interested. Uh, so uh, it's it's still having that same. We're still having that same conversation. Right, I'm with enough. you. Bottom line, that's that's you know that's where you do stuff. That, it's a no go for me. No go. Well, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I've surfed that stuff. I've watched it before, but some of it's because I think it's really really hot, and other things I'm just fascinated because my body is so different than that that I watch with some like I'm inquisitive. Like, wow, that's like kind of like when you watch National Geographic and you watch <laughs> you know rhinos hump. It's like, wow, how does that work? It's just so bizarre to me. See if you tweet it out. Right now. You're tweeting out right now. Okay. Right now. Yes, this is how we do it here. We got it, Steve? Yep. All right, tweet it out. I'll retweet it, and then uh, we'll get to it. Spontaneity can be good. It can also be disastrous. What's that? I said spontaneity can be good, but it can also be disastrous. <laughs> yes, generally generally with us, it's disastrous. Pretty much 10, time, 10, time, 10 times out of 10. Uh, you know what's crazy? Is, I, I know you're a big sports fan. I, I, yeah. I, we, we talk about this all the time. 
there's going to be, like, you love college football. I, I don't think there's going to be college football this season. I really don't. Man, I don't know. I don't want to get that far ahead of, you know, I've been, here's the thing that I've been trying to do really hard, which is difficult, is living in the day. Like, literally just, like, focusing on what I can do today to make today a good day. Because if I start thinking a week, a month, three months, six months ahead, I, I get frantic because we don't know, you know? I guess. I mean, you seem like, but you seem to, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe you mask it well, but you seem to be generally like a, a glass half full kind of person, an optimist, no? Or, or am I not? Oh, right? no, I am. I, I am. And that's why I'm doing it. Because my brain, I can go down the rabbit hole and I get into philosophy and, and into, you know, political debates with people and conversations that sometimes lead me, that's why I drink. That's exactly yes. why I drink <laughs> at about 5.30 or 6. Is I have to clear my head and be like, whoa, that was too deep. Like, chill out. Because life is good. Life is good. It throws a lot of shit at us, but you just got to get a scraper, flick it off, and keep going because there's so much more that's positive than mm. negative. All right. Well, okay. All right. We have calls, Steve now. All right. People want to talk to Brandy. Right, who's up first? Who are we talking to here? Hello. Hello. It's who is this? Brian. Brian, you have a, we have Brandy Love on. Do you have anything you want to ask Brandy Love? Hi, Brian. Sure. I uh, got a movie question, actually, for both of you. Okay. Um, so, um, I know you've said in the past, you know, Gene Hackman is your favorite actor. But he is. Would you pick another actor if you could, like, you could only see movies from that actor? Like, that's the movies for the rest of your life. Other than, G- other than Gene Hackman? No, no, you can pick Gene, but would Gene be your choice? Like you only yeah, have well, him. I mean, he's probably my favorite actor, but yeah, I don't know if he's made, he also made a lot of shitty movies. If I had to watch movies from one actor for the rest of my life, I'll answer first and let Brandy answer. I would probably say either De Niro or Denzel, I would say. I don't know. Mind you, Ooh, have an actor good on the phone. choices. What's that? I said, mind you, you have an actor on the phone. <laughs> well, I mean, I, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> yes, but for that's, the rest that's of your true. life, man, come on. It'd be hard for me. I don't think, well, put it this way. It could be easier to masturbate to the candidate than the glory, <laughs> would be my guess. <laughs> <laughs> I could be wrong, but I don't remember any female candidates. Oh, my God, who, you're who, hilarious. Who would, who would you say? You know, it is a tough one. Um, it is a tough one. There, there's so many. I love movies, but, and you're going to laugh at me because his, his face is right in my, I'm looking at him, but I can't come up with his name, but I absolutely love him. He's in Catch Me If You Can. Um, DiCaprio? Thank you. Yeah, he's great. Thank he's a good, he's a good pick. He, he, as, far as, a younger, as far as a younger actor, his, his range is ridiculous. Like every movie I've seen him in, he, he's so different, which to me is, True. intriguing so I'd, I'd have to go with him that's a good one the only thing i'd say with him mike is that his, his body work just isn't like, if you're gonna watch only those movies for the rest of your life there's not that many movies I, there, well, there's a on. decent He's, amount wolf of wall street Aviator. Well, but i'm saying versus like a, a, a denzel who's done blood diamond but a lot of denzel's blood diamond's good that's true that's true a lot of denzel's movies do stink that is definitely like denzel true. makes most of his movies that's true. That's true. All right. Thank you, Brian. Anybody? I assume they're lined up, Steve, loaded for Bear? They oh, are. Here we go. I didn't expect that call. That's a good one. All right. They're that all was gonna, a good one. I like they're it. They're all going to be perverted, thank God. These are real gentlemen who we have next. <laughs> who am I speaking to? Go ahead, caller. Go ahead. Who am I speaking to? Steve. Steve, uh, say hello to Brandy Love. Brandy, how are you? I'm good, Steve. How are you? I'm doing very good. Thank you. Okay, do you have anything else to say? Do you have a thought in your fucking head or what? What do we got? Uh, Brandy, I wanted to ask you, what do you think about the, the pandemic going on right here in Massachusetts? All right, she'll, you'll, she'll, 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 she'll hear. We'll we thought to mention it. <laughs> we never asked her about it until yeah, that came up. <laughs> when you listen to the podcast, Steve, in about uh, two and a half hours, you'll hear Brandy's take on that. Let's go. Who are we speaking to next? 
Go ahead, caller. Go ahead. Oh, hi. Oh, hello. I was wondering. Hi, how you doing? Good, thank you. <laughs> I was wondering uh, <laughs> uh, what Randy. He's off to a great fucking star. start. <laughs> what a fucking disaster this is. Wait, I mean, wait, wait, wait. He does have a question. Okay, oh, ask ask Randy a question, please. Yes, I was wondering what your favorite uh, up and coming star is. Oh, good question. Oh, that is a great question. Um, I I had the fortunate opportunity to work with Autumn Falls about um, a year ago during my uh, la, 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 it was my sweetheart films uh, Brandy Loves Girls uh, mm-hmm. feature, and she was brand new. I mean, I think she'd been in the industry a month and a half, two months. I had no idea who she was, but she had what what we call it factor. There's something about her, and I loved that I got to work with her when she was still kind of nervous because it was all new, and now she's. She's won AVNs and blah, 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 blah. And she's just absolutely gorgeous. So I would have to go with Autumn Falls. Autumn Falls. There you go. All right. Next call. See, that's a good good question. Do you, are you familiar with her, Mike, or no? I'm not. I'll have to check that out. I Look, her, up. Look she, her up. She's, she's very, she, to me, she's exotic looking. She's got beautiful dark hair, with natural big old boobies, and she's really thin. She's How just got a look. How old is she? Um, she's young. I'd say she's in her early 20s. Yeah, too young for me. That's a no for me. That's a no for you, but trust me, you yeah, know, a couple I, others will I, thank me. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. All right, who's up next, Steve? Caller, go ahead. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up? You have any questions? You want to say hello hey. to Brandy Love? Brandy, what's going on? Big fan. How's it going, darling? Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, I'm calling from Braintree. Uh, just wondering, you know, my girlfriend, you know, we're trying to get a little spiced up in bed. You got any go. advice for her to maybe do a little cunnilingus on my butt? <laughs> Interesting question. Okay. Question. Well, you know, it, did, have you, are you able to talk to her? Like when you have these conversations, does she get freaked out or is it kind of fun? You guys have good conversation about sex. She's a little shy about it. It's hard to, you know, get involved with that. I mean, most of the time we listen to a podcast on sex, but that's about it. Okay. Okay. Well, I, honestly, if, if it's kind of a new thing for you guys and she's unsure about it, I would start the evening with literally a shower like really get super clean good so idea. that in her mind, uh-huh. in her mind, she's like, oh my God, fresh body. It's, you smell good everywhere. Mm-hmm. And just, and basically once you guys are warmed up and kissing and foreplay, literally just, just kind of push the head down and suggest it. Huh. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> you know, right. and, cause right. sometimes, sometimes words will bunch people up. They get like, oh God, you said butthole. Like they can freak out when they hear words, but if you're in the act, and you're just kind of rolling around, and you turn over, and you kind of, you know, eyebrows up. You smell amazing. She's turned on. I think it's a really good opportunity. She might actually go for it. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Brandy. I'm going to try that right now. Hop in the shower. Yeah, go take a shower. Nice. Go, go for it. Quarantine. Have fun. <laughs> I got to say, my advice to the women out there, the Lady Minna fans listening out there, stay away from the guys' assholes. Guys, are, <laughs> guys, guys are so disgusting. They're fucking pigs. This Brian guy, I guarantee you will not. It's good advice, Brandy, but this guy, no way he'll be clean. There's no chance. I was going to say, call back if it works. There'll be a dingleberry or three hanging out there. Well, I, I'm I telling no you, if, if she has a good experience, if, he, if he's nice and shaved and smooth and clean and puts a little cologne on, mm-hmm. on the bunk okay. hole, okay. trust me, it's, it's a nice place to hang out. Mm. Now, if the guy's not clean and there's any issue that whatsoever, same with the girl. What guy wants this? Well, never mind. That's, Never yeah. mind. I do know guys that love that. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> I was going to say, guys don't, guys don't care. 
never mind. Yeah, he's like, come here, dirty. But women, women, if you smell good and you're fresh and clean, I think they're a lot more more open to the idea. You hear that, Mike? I do. There you go. All right, take take another call or two here for Brandy. I'm sure she doesn't want to talk to these perverts all day. She's got, you know, she's a couple hours away from getting that cracking that first bottle of wine and hammered. So, you know, we'll let her do it. Who are we speaking to? That's right. That's right. Hi, this is uh, this is Mike speaking. Yeah. Mike, Mike, can you? Is that your fucking dog in the background? Uh, she's going uh, no, crazy. I got dog. somebody at the door. Jesus. Oh, it's your dog. Is that Steve's dog? It's my dog. Oh, it's your dog. One no, you're allowed. You're allowed, Brandy. I, the call we're, we're is. Going, <laughs> we're going live at Brandy's house. I've got somebody at the door. Let's see what kind of delivery. Guy I've seen. I've, be, I've seen this movie before many <laughs> times. I'm excited. Right? Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't think I have. I don't have any money for a tip. Oh no! <laughs> How's it going to work out? Oh, you got the freezer. Game team, one minute. Sure, go ahead. Back. Okay, time, guys. Well, I've got a, I've got a freezer being delivered. Perfect timing. Yes. Yeah. What? Shut up for a minute. Let Brandy, Brandy get her delivered, Brandy. you idiot. Shut up. Let her get her thing, you idiot. God, relax. No, oh, it's go ahead, go ahead, go right, ahead. Go I ahead. asked him to wait a second. Go ahead, go ahead. Ask Brandy the question. Hi, Brandy. Uh, thank you for getting us through this this trying time in the quarantine right now. Um, I was just I'm doing my best, darling. The, <laughs> if there's anyone in the industry uh, that you've had a bad experience with, anyone that you don't like, that maybe we all a recognizable name that we all would know. I, I'm sure Kirk would know it. Wow. You know, I'll be honest with you. It's a great question, and I've been asked before if I've ever had an experience that um, was bad. I've been so lucky to work with some of the best people in the industry and some of the most well thought of companies out there that I honestly, I don't have a bad experience. The only one I had, and it turned around because we're friends now and I had to ask them about it, but I shot a scene with somebody and I'm not going to say the name. I'm so sorry. But the whole time we were shooting the scene, he kept looking at his watch and it was freaking me out because I was like, Oh my God, is it that bad? Like, what am I, what am I doing that I can't get you to connect with me? Wouldn't look me in the eyes, kept looking at his watch. More than once, I'd look at the director like, help. Like, I don't understand what's happening here. And then I later found out because something was on his mind and he had to be somewhere. And we've yet since done a scene that was to die for. It was awesome. So Good. there you go. See, that was my only one experience. You know, bad experiences sometimes just like in real life. So your partner's head isn't in the game. Sometimes you just got to give him a get out of jail free card. Now we'll take one more for Brandy. We'll let her get back to the rest of her day, Steve. Go ahead. One more. She's got things to do. Packages to open. Do I that. have freezers to put in the basement. Yeah, she's, thinking, <laughs> she's, 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 yeah, she's not sitting around all day with us. I mean, who we got? Go ahead, call her. Oh, call. Yeah. Anything we still? lost him. Okay. Well, all right. We'll, 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 we'll let it go. Brandy, we'll... Uh, hey, so, Brandy. Oh, oh, go oh, ahead. Go ahead. Here we go. Hey, Brandy. If you were to work with either Crosby, Stills, Nash, or Young, who would you pick and why? I wouldn't pick. I'd take them all. <laughs> that would be a scene. Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. I, uh, I'd love, rather. I would watch that. I would watch I that. I love those guys. There's no way. That, that's, a, that's a group. You can't break up a group. You take them all. There you go. There you go. All right, Brandy. So, uh, yeah, promote away. One more time. We'll let, please, please. I would love to see you guys over on my OnlyFans, Brandy underscore love. Ugh, given the circumstances, I'm there all the time. There was one sort of interesting thing I found that kind of made me chuckle was when Brandy Love was talk kept talking about her OnlyFans and stuff. Of course, this is a couple years before the OnlyFans wave hit the barstool employee wave, and of course, if anyone has been listening, Kirk covered that all. 
And of course, I know it's different where Brandy's a porn star and the barstool employees, yada, yada. But I still was like, oh, that's kind of, I don't know, serendipity how everything comes full circle in the KMS life. But that was really the last we sort of heard from Brandy. She would, her name would maybe pop up every now and then on episodes. Maybe Kirk would say, I wonder, try to get Brandy on. I wonder what Brandy's doing. See if we can get her on, yada, yada, etc. And then in the December of 2020, uh, December 16th to be exact, Brandy Love went into Barstool headquarters to do some other Barstool podcast. And a Minifan had tweeted at her asking her, you know, why haven't you been on Kirk's show? And she responded with, who's at Kirk Min? So obviously that got back to Kirk and he wasn't having that. Mind you, this is all happening while Kirk and Steve are down in South Carolina doing stuff for K Season 1. But they do open the show, the December 20th show, excuse me, December 16th show with the Brandy Love stuff. It's entitled Birch Fire. I'm going to play a couple clips from it because that's where the uh, fuel really starts to, is really put to the fire here in the eventual feud. So here's Kirk reacting to Brandy saying she does not, she doesn't know who he is. Fantastic. Here's the real issue. We got to find a new porn star for the show. It's Brandy, true, yeah. I am now, she has clearly moved on. I am excommunicating Brandy Love as the official porn star of the Kirk Minahan show. She's moved on. Wow. People, well, listen, people move on. Does she, is, there any, is there any chance that she hears no. this? And is there an There's appeals no, process? There is no return. Okay. I moved on. She then said, you saw the tweet. Who is Kirk Min? Uh, I mean, that's bullshit. I mean, are we pretending she has no way? She's done videos for us. Yeah, I mean, it, might be, it might be politics. I think it probably is politics. So if which she's, is, if she's bizarre. Oh, she's that narrow mind. Like she, go, like she can go a, fuck herself. I've seen like her do it. <laughs> she, she can go take her fleshlight. Good luck. I like her. I appreciate her on the show. But see you later. Goodbye. Hit the road. Do you have any candidates to replace No, her? I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm an, I have an open mind. Male, female, okay. transgender. Okay. I'm open to any porn star. Let, let, let me let's be from, from see the shining sea from the from the from the blue hills of south carolina all the way to the white mountains of california i am from the ocean of arizona all the way to the rivers of maine of which there are rivers there i don't know about the ocean of arizona i think in phoenix i am willing as a matter of fact demanding that the men of fans matter of fact steve should we periscope this right now yeah, it could be your last Periscope. That's true. Make it an important one, right? Mm-hmm. So what's the application process going to be like, or the submission process? I think you're thinking sexual. It's a, Brandy, our conversations with Brandy were never sexual really in nature. No, I mean, what's what's the process for Minifans to submit their favorite porn stars? Is it going to oh, be an interview I'm process? Final right now. Tournament? Can, is it going to work here? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I am now live. Can you hear me? Hello. I don't know if they can hear me or not, Steve. They can hear me. All right. We are live taping the show. There's a look at Steve's fire right there. There's Steve. It's a nice fire. It's a nice fire. You know what I'm going to do real quick, Steve? Why don't you vamp a little bit? I'm going to take the people around the Robinson State here. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Start talking. Ah. All right. I'll, we're live on the show right now. Steve is not talking. Kirk Minahan is now walking because I want to make this announcement. <clears throat> Plain and simple, we have moved on from Brandy Love. She has turned away. She's asked, who is Kirk Min? 
She's unfollowed us, unfollowed me. We are now, we have to find a new porn star for the Kirk Minahan Show, an official porn star collaboration. I don't care if it's male, female, transgender, anything's in play. Get to work, Minna fans. Get to work. We need to bring somebody new into the world. Somebody's not so sensitive as Brandy, a little bit of politics, and she bails. She, you know, she can't handle it. We need somebody who's a little tougher, a little more in on the joke. So get to work, Minna fans. Goodbye. What do you got there? Unfollow. Yes, thank you. Oh, she's still following the show account. I don't care. Don't follow me. And she asked who I was. Don't give a fuck about the show account. Hmm. All right. So, I mean, I think that's fair. I mean, I think the Minna fans are going to get to work and we'll find a good one. Do you have any uh, uh, specs? You want a brunette, or are we staying with blonde, milfy types? Anything's in play. I'm, I'm open. I, I do not want young. I will say that. I'm well, yeah, of course. No, 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 no. So just not creepy. Not creepy. Okay. Not creepy. But I'm open to a guy. Why? Why does a guy have to be creepy? No, no, no. I'm saying I'm open to a guy. I'm open to a. As I said, okay. don't just think. Don't think. Don't be limited in your thinking out there, guys. Get to work. And women, get to work. Let's All find. Right. Let's find. Let's find somebody here. I'm, I have an itch on my legs. Is there any way that that's a roach bite? Uh, I don't think roaches bite, do they? That shower is gross, too. Oh, yeah. The floor is... Yeah. Do you wear shoes or... A couple of notes about that is I miss the periscopes, honestly, where Kirk would go periscopes. I know we have the YouTube stuff now, but when he would just randomly pop up on the periscopes, there was, there was nothing better than that. And you did hear how he sent in that periscope how he told the Minifans to get to work on a new porn star. It only took two years, and she's only been on the show once. But Kirk did have Matlin Ward on, who is now adult film star, who I knew her from back in the day as Rachel McGuire from Boy Meets World. That was a really good interview as well. If you want to go listen to that, I do highly recommend it. But to finally finish off this saga of... Brandy Love in the KMS universe. It only it didn't take very long for word to get to her about what Kirk said during the episode we just played, where she's excommunicated, fucker, yada yada yada. Mixed in with the Minifans really starting to fuck with her on social media and stuff like that. And then Kirk just really just lays the hammer down on her. In that next day episode, when they're still down in South Carolina, December 17th, 2020, the episode is titled Barbed Wire Rap Dildo Fires. And Kirk just lays in on her for about 10, 15 minutes. And I'm going to give it to you in all its glory. So here's that. You know the old, the old saying, where do I go to get my reputation back? Yes, I do. I'm familiar with it. Where do I go to get my semen back? <laughs> did, you, did you leave some in your hotel room? I, I literally, not to be graphic, spooged gallons, rivers full of semen over the years to Brandy Love. Oh, yes. And what do I, where do I go to collect that? Do I go, for, I mean, listen, we're private investigators now. Do I go find the old toilet paper? The old sweaters? We might need the a socks? <laughs> we might need a the, semen sniffing dog. I mean, we're talking, you could fill the, they should have named a river after it. Uh, hundreds of thousands of gallons gone children screaming that could have been hours of your time millions of hours of my time millions think of the lives i could have saved if i had done this instead now i wasted it wasted it think of the times i put my shirt over my penis and rubbed away until i ejaculated you could have over many over many sorry over many wonderful 
stepmom scenes and next door neighbor and all these scenarios and now gone because she's the biggest snowflake baby in the history of i mean just a child what did you tweet what was the nothing the, the straw that literally broke the back? literally now in the past in the past uh when i have had these falling outs i have said boy this person overreacted to this or oh i maybe shouldn't have said this i get why they did this because they hate me i uh, you know this this person's an asshole this that this one I am literally dumbfounded by why Brandy Love, the world's biggest snowflake, typical right wing. It's amazing. And now she's calling me a left wing libtard or whatever on Twitter. Yeah, you're a Democrat. So now, okay, why don't you tell the people at Barstool that? Including right. the communists you just did a podcast with. Which, again, I'm, I'm not going to blame Barstool. It's not Kate's fault. She's, Kate's exact. I don't think Kate is, is, is dumping on us, do you? No, I think th- there, there have been times where you've criticized like Trump. Yeah, Trump. Yeah. And I think we tweet a video out. He's an out. idiot. What do you want me to I've say? Noticed, I've noticed sometimes when we tweet out that, we get a bunch of new followers who are left-wingers. I see that. And yeah. then when they see a, you know, some, a, critical, a criticism of Joe it's Biden. It's my greatest. Yeah. It's my great. One of my greatest qualities is that the left and the right equally hate me. I mean, Brady yes. Love is as inflexible as everyone we mock on the left. Well, more, the, more so. I mean, look at these. We, we go over these tweets. So she, she unfollowed me, which I was joking around about. You think I care if this idiot follows me or not, really? I mean... I mean, like joking, like, you know, really, it's not a big deal to me. So she unfollows me. Fine. We had fun with her. She came on the show. She was a good sport. She did the videos. I was always unstable, mentally unstable, which is probably true, but has nothing to, she unfollowed me and she says, the fans suck. They're assholes. Honestly, Brandy Love, fuck you, you fucking snowflake asshole baby. And then hashtag 2A, you're going to come shoot me? I'm in South Carolina, stupid. Ride your horse. Come on, whatever you right wingers, you know, no irony in that. Take a car. Come on down here. Get your uh, get your gun and come find me and shoot me, you idiot. You can shoot. Hashtag 2A. Shut up, you fucking posing right wing loser. Fuck you. Oh, you didn't. Ooh, you know, Trump lost the election. He lost. It sucks. I'm sorry for you. Get over it, sweetie. He lost the election. And I am not shit. That's your job. You're proud of it. You should be. You're, you were, I don't, I don't think you're particularly good at it. Others do. I think you're a fucking terrible porn star, but others think you're good. I've never thought you were, I I think you're fucking awful at it, but that's okay. But people support you. You make a living doing it, but you're a fucking snowflake little fucking baby who's taking shots at my mental health, which by the way, your family has a history of, so shame on you. You're taking shots at me for this because why? Because I like Bruce Springsteen more than you. Yeah. I'd fuck Bruce Springsteen way before I fucked you, Brandy Love. Way before, I put my dick right in his fucking asshole because he's Bruce fucking Springsteen. He's no snowflake. He's no, I'm like you. He's no fucking snowflake. You're a fucking little baby. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. The weird thing is, is that in August, she reaches out and she's all wants to connect. Oh, you know, my grandfather and my father, my great grandfather, they all uh, committed suicide. I know this mental health stuff. Like, is there anything I could do? And, and, uh, and, uh, I guess an election at uh, you put an election in the middle straight from like, the horse's mouth. You're saying, <laughs> yes. okay, go ahead yeah. straight. Like yeah. right after the election, all of a sudden it's, he's emotionally unstable. Like, fuck him. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't even like, it's, like, it's you know, almost you know, like someone she, kidnapped her and put someone else in charge of her Twitter account. Uh, it's just, it's, it's madness to me. And like the stuff about the, the libtards and hashtag two a, like you're going to shoot me. Is that, is that, I mean, that's, well, that's the implication. Yeah. Right. So if I show up on her property, which I would never do, she's going to take a gun and shoot me. Good luck, sweetheart. Why don't you come down? Come down to South Carolina. I'll be there. I'll be here all fucking day. 
all day tomorrow. Come with your gun and shoot me, tough guy. I want you to do your tough guy fucking act on Twitter. Like, oh, I'm this crazy right shoot guns. I'm I'm not afraid of masks and whatever, you fucking idiot. But then there's also this kind of like fiend ignorance where she or feigned ignorance, feigned ignorance. where she says, like, I believe he's now a podcaster. Like, what the fuck are it's you bullshit. talking it's about? Bullshit. It's bullshit. She's just and it's not and some people are like, oh, she, and she's not joking around, by the way. There's no act. Like she's no, a fucking lunatic. No. And great. And you know what? I think she's emotionally unstable. I, it's, I do. A, it's a weird thing where there's a, like a subset of conservatives post-election where if you're not like fantasizing about violence against leftists and pretending like Trump won the election, then you're not, you know, conservative enough. You're out of the club. I didn't realize she was a lefty shitbag like you, she said. Okay, whatever. Uh, not sure what happened though. I won the show a couple of times but refused to participate in his, their childish BS drama. I don't even know what that means. I, I literally, unless you went off the reservation I'm not aware of, I have no idea what she's fucking talking about. I guess it's unacceptable. It's okay. I've been trolled and bullied by worse. Who the hell is bullying you now? Now you're being bullied. Are you tough? Are you tough or not? You t- you're, you're threatening to shoot me. Who's bullying who? I have no idea. <laughs> fucking shoot me. I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna shoot him. Shut up. Shut the fuck up and pretend you're a fucking stepmother and fucking do your things that people like and shut the fuck up. What were you saying? Oh, I was just just reading through her tweets. It's it's, it's bizarre. Yeah, was it was it, the, was, it was it the Bruce Springsteen? Call thing? her up. We have her number, right? Yeah. No, I fucking even understand. Two A. Oh, I'm so scared that you're gonna shoot me. Stupid, <laughs> fucking idiot. But whatever, fine. I mean, what? It's just, it's, it's, it's. I mean, like, I thought it was funny that I don't know the whole thing was funny. She's like, you know, I, and again, I think that's whatever she wants to make a living is great. I don't care. But like, the thing was always funny. I don't know where it became this. She blocked me, so I have no idea what she's tweeting now. But I think it's all it's all about politics. Yeah, but she's, but, she's broken. Like but what after, if I, after, what after if the I, election, you 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 were. You know, I have people in my company who hate me because they think I like Trump. I mean, th- I those people aren't douchebags. According to her tweets, she said that, that someone said, "Well, weren't you just with Barstool the other day?" And she says, "Yeah, I was hanging out with people who aren't douchebags." Well, they're not. I mean, I so the lefty, yeah. the lefty communist right. types aren't douchebags, but, 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 but you are. Yeah, and I don't. But nothing. It's Kate is. I don't care. She fucking hates Trump. That's great. But like Brandy going on there and saying that it's just so. I mean, maybe it's just I'm down the middle. I don't. I don't mean I, this is what happens. I guess when you're independent thinking in 2020, the both sides are going to hate you, and that's fine. But that's embarrassing. I mean, really, what a fucking idiot. And then she's blocking. It's just. It's. You know, whatever. I just I don't think she's alone. I think she's just representative of a certain subset of of right wingers who are just like cracked after the election. They're, they've become the MSNBC just nut job that they made fun of four years ago. They just can't handle it. They're living mm-hmm. in a fucking parallel universe, right? And I'm you know, and so whatever. She's gone. She's done. She's done our world. She's dead to us. Glue factory gone. See you later. We're done. We're moving on. I don't know. I don't know. We're, we'll find somebody else, right? Yeah, I think so. We've got we've got uh, some nominations already. Well, we'll get to that. I, mean, I, don't, I don't really care about that. Boy, it's disappointing. We got along great with her. She was on. She was playful. I'm baffled. Maybe she's just. I guess like she's. I guess she's mentally unstable. Well, you know what? There's only one podcast, Jesus, and there's quite a few porn stars out there. That's true. That's it. But listen, I was I was a big fan. It's too bad. But I guess she's mentally and emotionally unstable. I mean, I, I don't know how else to come. Whether conclusion. To, <laughs> it's a, it's a pretty abrupt that. change in her attitude. Yeah, she's obviously <laughs> nuts and, and too bad. But you know, 
I guess people that unstable are allowed to have guns where she lives. So that's fine. Good luck. I mean, I'm, I'm sure all the uh, the Kata fans will be subscribed. Well, to I, I, but I'm not fans. turning into an anti Kate thing. No, I mean, I'm not turning it into. But an maybe, for all I know, I'm maybe saying. Kate would. And I, no, I, I. But I don't think. I don't think Barstow Kate is going to be like, "Hey, Kirk Minahan is not using asshole." Like, I don't think she's going to do that. No, I don't think anything. Like, what's the I upside think, there? I, she obviously uses Twitter a lot. She saw something, the Bruce Springsteen thing, or you criticizing Trump or something, and a flip switched in her brain where she was like, "Oh, Kirk is not, you know, part of the tribe." I'm, but why did you think I ever was? I mean, I've been tweeting stuff like this for know. years. I don't know. For years. I'm not, I'm not sure why she would be. She's going to have to choose between her and Bruce Springsteen? <laughs> <laughs> I would rather have Bruce Springsteen shit in my mouth than fucking kiss Brandy Love. I mean, it's not even close. She's a zero. A total zero. Bruce Springsteen's a genius. She's, you know... A reasonably attractive woman who, you know, does pornography, which is great. But I'm just saying, like, this is not, you know. I, and again, she I... She also I, writes for The Federalist. Sure she does, whatever. It's she writes like a fucking idiot. <laughs> Joe Biden's fucking... Joe Biden's uh, doctorate <laughs> dissertation was better written. Did you see that last night with Tucker? I did. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Writes like a fucking moron. Oh, wait a minute. No. No, I love Joe Biden. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's like She's a strong, independent woman, and she is a doctor. She is, well, she is a doctor. She's the only person I'd want operating on me. Well, it's not that, but I'm just saying. It's nothing against. She's, she's, she's fine. I like her more than I like Brandy Love. I'll say this loud and clear. So from see the Shining Sea once again, Brandy Love is a much, I hate her way more than Shirley, way more than Murchison, way more than Field, way more because we let her in. She was a friend. Well, that's true, yeah. Like, we, the ones who burn us, fuck them. Benedict fuck Brandy. Yeah, totally. I mean, just, uh, yes. I mean, just uh, disgraceful for no reason. And going out, like, you know, I'm sure she'll respond well to these to when these people, KMS quotes and rest of them. Oh, she won't them. see them. Well, KMS quotes and all these people? No, she's just, she's blocked herself into her little cocoon. She yeah, won't see great, open, great open-minded thinking. Tremendous open-minded. Typical, hardcore, right-wing fucking idiot who thinks the election was fucking stolen and it's sad you know just it's just it's pathetic pathetic and, and banned for life for life she will never she could try and ask she's not going to i'm sure ask for all the forgiveness she wants she can you know whatever you know when you threaten to shoot me i i say we're i think we're good i mean she's no different really than fucking richio or any of them what's the difference a psychopath yeah she's armed yeah i like richio way more than her way more I just do. I mean, I, he, he's never introduced himself as anything else but a psychopath. Yeah, that's true. An enemy not, from the he's start. Not, he's not two-faced. No, 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 yeah. no, no. So, you know, fuck her, really. Jesus. Oh, what are we starting with today? And there we have it. The complete history, the complete story, the complete saga of Brandy Love in the KMS universe. And really, since that clip I just played, her name really hasn't even been mentioned on the show really at all. Maybe a couple times the past couple years. The most recent I could think of was, I think, was one of the first episodes of 2023. Kirk admitted that he broke his vow that he would never uh, jerk off to Brandy Love again. He had, and to be honest, I would be surprised if we hear her name four more times in the next what 18 months that Kirk says he's going to do the show but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and as always go like subscribe review five star all that jazz on Apple Podcasts, Spotify 
Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to it, I appreciate it. And you can follow me at Shane underscore Mudget on Twitter and at BSS History Lesson on TikTok. And let me know on Twitter and everything, the feedback, what you guys think. I tried to fix the audio on the clips this time from the feedback that you guys left from episode one. I think I did a better job on that. Let me know if I did, and I will see you for episode three.